expected it to turn out like this. TheBoxingVoice.com. Shout out to the community, man. I appreciate y'all. What's happening, people? Info Joe, Los Angeles, in the building. Adrian, the problem wrong, the man from the frozen tundra. Keem, straight out of Florida. Liz Lowe, the king of Georgia. You already know what it is. It's the queen, Mikey K, Detroit. Stand up. David Maldonado, New York City. Yo, Ness, don't cut me off, man. Don't cut me off. King Amina Vessex, catch me for them championship rounds. Big Superman, Plainview, Texas. Davidian in Buffalo, God bless you all. Jesus Christ. Without Chai, it ain't nothing. Without the callers, it ain't nothing, man. Batgirl, TKO, San Diego, California. Big Fish Vega, Palm Beach, Florida. Tree the Incredible, straight out the ATL. and gentlemen welcome back to another edition of the boxing voice radio i am your host nesta gibbs joined alongside Ringwalk danny and we're gonna have a special guest bright and early james lockwood joining us live in studio oh my god i'm so happy you said that i was gonna say like lockhart nah i think lockhart like the didn't they fly planes or some shit let's not get off track joining us in studio yeah, James Lockwood, sports nutritionist. Uh, just got done working the Golovkin camp and straight into another big camp back uh, with Devin Haney. Oh, wow. So he go. was responsible for making Golovkin 68? 
Absolutely. Hmm. All right. Absolutely. So other than that, it's actually uh, Fight day. quite ironic that you scheduled James because him being a sports nutritionist and yesterday's huge news, which is now our morning show, uh, Shakur loses his belts on the scale. Um, did he get stripped or was he vacated? Excuse me, did he vacate or did he get stripped? How did it work out eventually? Because I, you know, wasn't following it uh, to the T. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it really just depends who you ask because everybody's saying something different. Oh, really? Oh, so yeah. it is it is a dispute. I mean, to me, I looked at it like he vacated. He They gave him two hours. Uh -huh. He chose to not take those two hours and like, nah, I'm cool. Like, my health is more important. I'm not going to even attempt to make that weight and Bo, that's the poll. Did he yo, I ain't even gonna tell you, but like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, um don't say it. Yo, so Bo, that is the poll. The poll will be was he stripped or did he vacate? I'm gonna say stripped. I'm gonna make the poll, but I'm gonna say stripped because if he vacated, he wouldn't have been defending the belt. You know what I'm saying? He would have vacated prior to trying to make weight. Felt like he wouldn't be able to make it safely and allowing himself to be stripped. But I'm gonna pay, make the poll now. Mm, Danny, they saying stop. Yo, the chat going crazy. Um, But I get your logic. I, honestly, I get your logic. I don't think you're trolling. I get Danny's logic. It's like he could have took in the two hours. He could have tried. He opted not to. You know. But I also get the chat. They're saying, "Look, you can't vacate once you miss weight. You can only vacate before the fight." Yeah. No. Um. Look, and the WBC came out saying that you know he was stripped, but it was like. Had he made the weight in the two hours they gave him, would he have been stripped? No. Exactly. So, I don't know. But nonetheless. Yo, I do not understand. I mean, let's just bring him in, uh, Bo, please. I, actually, give me one minute to turn on this television. But we need to bring him in because I, I don't understand. 1.6 pounds? $20,000 fine? I'm not and look, Shakur, do not take my tone for knowledge. I'm questioning, like, how difficult is it? I'm not saying it's not. Don't hear this improperly. That's why we got James coming in. Uh, we're going to intermission. We'll be right back with James.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with James Lockwood. And I, like I said, this is the perfect guest to have. Ironically, he was scheduled before everything that took place yesterday. But James, I'm coming in hot, man. Tell me, um, how difficult is it for a fighter like Shakur? I know you probably have not worked intimately with him, but he's making 130. There's three belts on the line, WBC, WBO, and the ring lineal, and he opts not to take the extra two hours to take off that one pound, six ounces, and keep those titles, and instead decides to pay his opponent $20,000. How difficult is that pound and a half? It can be very difficult. It, it all depends on kind of what was going on in camp leading up to that you know, final cut, mm -hmm. final push. Um, and if he is not doing things properly, you know, your body uh, is a very efficient machine and it can, you know, if you stop drinking water, you're not eating the right foods, it'll, it'll, it'll really shut down and it could be very difficult. Now, the question is, like you said, I think they gave him an hour and a half or two hours if he wanted to make that weight. Uh, he shut down that screen right away. He probably knew he wasn't going to make it. He was probably dry. Uh, he didn't look real fresh standing there, you know. He was pretty expressionless. Um, but man, to lose your belts on the scale is, is devastating. Uh, I, I would imagine he was thinking about being fresh in the fight, taking two extra hours to sit in a bath or sit in a hot tub could really deplete you. And if you're expecting to perform at a very high level within 24 hours, you know, maybe he weighed the odds and thought that was a better way to go. I don't see it personally how that could be a better way to go. But, you know, uh, without knowing all the details, that, that's kind of my first thought. Hi hypothetically, obviously, uh, would you have been able to assist him in losing or a fighter, we can remove Shakur from the equation so that no one catches any feelings, but would you be able to assist the fighter in a situation exactly like Shakur's where he needs to lose an, a pound, 0.6 ounces, but also doesn't want to be a shell of himself the next night? So do you have a, uh, I guess, routine or a method to take that weight off and also put back the nutrition and everything that he needs so that he can be optimal on Saturday night well in his case Friday night right um, so yes the attempt would definitely be made and you would be able to tell within the first 15 to 20 to 30 minutes if that was going to be possible and then if he's not sweating or he's not accomplishing what we're looking to accomplish in that last two hours then we would shut it down for his health and, and you know take it but it all it all starts at the beginning of camp uh, and that weight management is crucial and doing the right things leading up to that final process is crucial. So uh, to answer your question, yes, the attempt would have been made. And then we shut it down if, it, if his health is going to be in jeopardy and his performance the next day would be in jeopardy. What exactly is your job title? I am a performance nutritionist. And what does that entail? Give us detail. So to optimize the human body so you're functioning at optimal levels come fight night you, you you have all the energy you need you have all the muscle stores you need the glycogen everything's there so you can step on the gas for 12 solid rounds if you need to how are you any different from a or what is the difference between you and alex ariza uh or is it the same field i'm so i'm not familiar with who alex ariza is really yes oh wow so yeah, you yeah. just got in his boxing uh since 2008 i've been in this industry so he was uh 
notoriously Pacquiao's okay, okay. strength and conditioning coach is that I don't know. You see the the titles. That's why I asked you your specific title. Sure. I don't want to because some, some people on the outside looking in were like, oh, they're doing the same thing, and they're like, well, no, I'm technically this, yeah, and then I'm really that. So like Victor Conti doesn't want to be associated or compared to a Memo Heredia mm-hmm. and Alex Ariza. You know, I thought was a strength and conditioning coach, but he does. You know, he did make the magic shakes for Pacquiao. So that's why I said, "What is your title?" Sure. And then, what separates you, or how? What is the differences between some of those very famous, high-level strength and conditioning coach? I mean, what do you call them? Are they nutritionists as well? I mean, I don't, I don't really know because it's like you're, you're there cooking for these guys every okay. day. I don't know that. See, so that would be some of the differences. You, I, I don't think that Victor Conti is cooking for anybody. I don't believe he is, but I don't know 100%. I think it probably changes from camp to camp for him. Um, but for me personally, to answer your question, yes, I'm, I, I specialize in full camps. Uh, sometimes it's not a full camp. Sometimes it's six weeks. Sometimes it's four weeks. Sometimes it's just fight week. But what I'll do if I have a full camp is I'll be able to communicate with the strength and conditioning coach to understand fully how he's training. You know, is he lifting heavy? Is he running? Is he sparring? I get with the boxing coach and then I formulate a game plan nutritionally to support those workouts and those sparring sessions and those runs. So how, how do you know based, I guess, off those verbal answers, how many calories the fighter is going to need to intake? Well, there's tons of different ways you can track calories. You okay. can use metabolic equivalents. It's, it's basically understanding the duration and the intensity, where we are in camp with the current weight, what we're looking, what the goal is, the target weight, and then you formulate a plan. And then it changes all the time. So when you say intensity, you have to physically be in the gym. 100%. Okay, because you wouldn't be able to know how intense the workouts are if you're not physically there. Correct. And a lot of times, if I'm able to, I will run with the athletes. I will train with the athletes. Definitely don't spar with them. But um, just to be there and understand, you can look at their uh, body language and and see how hard they're pushing, see how much they're sweating, uh, what time they're taking to recover in between rounds or in between sessions. And then, like I mentioned before, I'll uh, formulate uh, a caloric number that we'll stick with. And then there's constant uh, lines of communication that are open. How are you feeling? Get back with the coaches. Yo, what did you, did you get everything you need from him? Uh, and then adjustments are made every single day. So based off that so far, uh, I'm not sure if you're going to reveal this later, but it sounds like the differences between you and Alex, the reason I compare you to him because obviously he would cook and make you know, those famous Pacquiao shakes. Gotta so, love the shakes. <laughs> um, yeah, you don't do strength and conditioning. I you do said not. you work with the strength and conditioning Very coach. Very closely, yes. Okay. I, my, the only thing that I do is observe when mm-hmm. it comes to training. And like I mentioned before, if I can, I'll, I'll try to keep up uh, just so I have a better understanding of how hard they're pushing. And, you know, these guys are savages. They're pushing as hard as they can, and their bodies go through a lot. So to make sure that you're drinking the right amount of water, getting the proper vitamins, minerals, supplements, and then just the basic nutritional macronutrients and things like that is hugely important. And the feedback is what I really rely on because the guys will tell me, oh my goodness, I could have gone 15 rounds. I felt so great. Okay, we're right on track. Felt a little slow in that last three rounds. Okay, let's make an adjustment. So like I said, we come up with a game plan, but 
it's always, always evolving and changing. So I wanted to ask because I know I have spoke to your wife throughout uh, this current camp for Devin. And I know you were obviously in Big Bear with Gennady. Yes. Talk to us about how that works because your wife being a, massa a sports massage therapist, she was in Vegas with Devin. You were in Big Bear with Gennady. How did that work? And, um, you know, how would it work in those situations where you can't physically be there and she'll be there or vice versa? So she was actually in Big Bear with us. Mm. So she worked with Gennady as well. Um, she has, and she goes back and forth okay. sometimes. Um, but really what it is, it's, it's not so much, we have a high level of communication, obviously. She's my wife. We talk all the time. But uh, in addition to that, I'm communicating with Devin. Throughout the entire Triple G camp, I'm talking with Devin. How much water are you drinking? How is the body feeling? How are you eating? Where is your weight? How much time do we have? All of those things. He, he kept asking me, where would you like to see me by the time you get to me? Because unfortunately, I couldn't be there at the start of camp, but we still had, you know, tons of communication just to make sure that when I did get there, we weren't trying to play catch up. So obviously you're not there to cook. Um, was he where you wanted him to be when you got to him? Yeah, and, and really the most important thing uh, for him is his him having the proper energy we're gonna make the weight uh he's a super dedicated athlete he trusts in my process so if we were a few pounds heavier than maybe we were the camp before not a big deal uh we'll address that when we when we get together so um uh, he made it very easy for me and my hope was that i made it very easy for him even though we weren't together now working with gennady you know, uh, one of the things that we've always said is how he has been able to stay, you know, a career middleweight for the first time moving on up to 68 for this camp. What changes and um, was it difficult at all? Because you've you've had to keep him at this weight for for um, a very long time. Was it easier given that you guys were going up in weight? Uh yeah, definitely easier. Any, okay. Anytime you, you, you can save eight pounds. I mean, that that's a pretty big number. Uh, and I'll quote Gennady, instead of eating three tacos, he ate five tacos, uh, jokingly. Um, but no, we, you know, it's still a meticulous process. You still have to pay very, very close attention. It's not just like, oh, we got eight extra pounds, let's eat. Still working with Chris Camacho, his strength and conditioning coach, still working with Jonathan Banks, his boxing coach, and just to make sure that we're all on the same page. But it made fight week a breeze. We hit a target number coming into fight week, and then to have fight week be very relaxing for him and stress fee free, excuse me, uh, is what we look for. And those extra few pounds came right off. We stepped on the scale at I believe 67.8, if I remember correctly. He was fresh, he was full, he was happy. It, 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 was, it was a breeze. Now, so many, like Nestor just mentioned, uh, you know, different names in the boxing uh, world, but it seems like Yourself and your wife have really uh, been making, you know, some noise. Like I said, once again, Gennady staying his entire career at 60. Yeah. Devin, you know, not just winning undisputed, but he gave you your flowers and saying how easy it was for him to make 35 in the first fight. Uh, where do you see yourself going from here? Because... You're working with the best of the best, Caleb Plant. I mean, you name it, you've worked with the best of them. So what's next from here? Uh, you know, I like to stay busy. I like to stay active. Um, uh, I enjoy working with my wife, and I enjoy working with teams where we feel comfortable and feel like family. Uh, and we're currently doing that right now. So 
I'm not going to get too ahead of myself, uh, but I want to stay, we want to stay working with the best, and uh, we'll see what that looks like in the future. So you're, you're local here in Vegas? No, we live in Redondo Beach. We're in Southern California. Oh, uh, wow. But we're here, you know, Often. six, seven months out of the year sometimes because most of the athletes are here. You know, Badu Jack uh, was currently or was living here. I think he just moved. Caleb Plant, as you mentioned, Devin Haney. So everybody's here. So we may be here in the future, but we'll see. We don't For like sure. paying those California taxes. <laughs> now, what does it cost a fighter to hire you, and what does that entail? Are you giving three meals a day? Does it depend on what the fighter wants? Is it two meals in a shake? Like, what do you provide, and what does it cost? Yeah, well, I'm not going to get into cost, really, because it changes from camp to camp and from athlete to athlete, depending on time. Sometimes I'm working with stable mates, you know. You can't give a round, like, anywhere Ballpark. from... Anywhere it's, from it's 20 from, to 30,000. It's yeah, per yeah, camp. Yeah, so I would say 30 to 40, somewhere in there. So it's it's camp. only the the best of the best that can really work with you. You don't work with up and coming prospects not not yet. They can, um, I mean, you know, I, it's not I, many I can do, afford. I do if I have free time, I'm glad to help no charge. No, no, no. I don't mean any pro bono. I'm just saying, are there any up-and-comers no. that... Can- Unless it's a stablemate of a guy I'm working with. For example, Ali Akhmedov works with, is a stablemate of Gennady Golovkin. We got Lorenzo Simpson and Amari Jones with Devin Haney. Uh, so if guys come with a team, there may be a little upcharge to get them on track. But the main focus is the superstar. I give all my attention to the guys that are in camp with them as well. And it's um, every, to answer your question... You know, it changes with each athlete. Um, I, I really look at what they've been doing before I got there. I'm not trying to come in and change everything because that can be to a detriment. Um, so, but it is usually three square meals a day, snacks, shakes, pre-workouts, post-workouts, and, and just to make sure that they're dialed in. We want to, I like to think of it as like keeping the cruise control at 60 with their metabolism. So we most of them are surprised at how much we're consuming. Are you sure I can eat this? Are you sure I should drink this? Trust the process. Obviously, I tell guys, you know, if you're feeling too full, we're going to pull back. If you're feeling like you're a little empty and you need more, we're going to get you more. So uh, it's a process that I love to watch evolve. So these shakes, snacks, and three square meals, this is coming in the box? They get in the beef? It's fresh. It's organic. It's purchased. I'm at the store pretty much every day. You know, we we talk about a budget. You can get the best of the best when it comes to ingredients, but we all know that costs a little bit more. I could still get really quality ingredients at different stores. You're talking like Whole Foods versus Vaughn's, and then there's like a Sprouts and maybe an Albertsons in the middle somewhere there. So, But it's really about what the athlete needs. And if I communicate with them and say, hey, I have these superfood powders or blue-green algaes or sea moss or this or that, costs a little more but i promise you you're going to feel and see the difference then i get with their coaches how we look and they're like we've never seen him this strong some of the feedback that i got from devin's coaches were we've never seen him this strong with this much energy and endurance this late in a camp so that's kind of the proof is in the pudding yeah no so I- the 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 snacks and the protein shakes are you there to make it like oh devin well not devin because he's high profile sure amari and truck get finished sparring are you like 
cooking up the the, the pro- or is it or is it you send them a pack they got it in their no. bag they got to no. add it to their water shaker no they no get, you're physically they there they get the same full service 100% they get the same full service so you're physically there Correct. putting the pro and, and shaking I, up the shaker if i'm not it's made beforehand put in a cooler bag so okay. all they have to do is pop it open and drink it okay. yeah we're not we're not you know they get they get the highest level of service and possible. how often is the food delivered are you delivering daily they come, they come to me okay. we sit down at a table it's coming right off the stove or right out of the oven and it's boom fresh there's nothing like oh it's in the refrigerator but they have to go to you three times a day we all live together so oh. when he's saying come to me, he's saying come to the kitchen Correct. to, to, oh, to get your you're in the fighter house. Yes, I live with them. Oh, and wow. I'm, we're attached at the hip. You know, if it's possible, I'm at training with them. If it's possible, I'm observing runs or sparring. If it's not, Shit. I have my wife there. She's communicating with me. I'm still communicating with the coaches. She's like, yo, the boys are on their way home. I finish the saute, put it in the oven. It's fresh out the oven when they come. Nothing comes out of a box. Nothing comes out of a bag. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's high like level. A, it's a f- it's no, the best it's a, of the it's, best. It's a full so I'm, time I'm, job. It's I'm like full time. Full. I, I, 10 to 12 hours a day, no days off. Exactly. I don't know how many coaches do that. We, yeah, I was going to say we're not coaches, but we that's do that. that. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> do that. I love it. I could appreciate it too. James, I, I, I have to ask. Um, not just with Devin, but just because that was most recently the trip to Australia. What is that process for you like when you're in a foreign land and now you still have to do what you've been doing, but now it's getting closer to the fight. You're, you know, you're, you're literally, you know, the final days to make that weight. What was that like? And what is that like? Are you doing research beforehand? Do you have like connects, grocery connects in London and in Dubai? Like, how was that like for you? All of the above. <coughs> we, we all heard the phrase, preparation breeds success. Uh, never been to Melbourne before. Didn't really know much about it. But I got the address to the hotel where we were staying or the Airbnb. And then I plug in grocery stores that are close to there. So I hit the ground running. Make sure that we, we're packing ingredients that we know we can't get in Melbourne. They're coming with us. All the special powders and supplements okay. and things like that. And then there's, there's a, a learning curve for sure because I went to some of these grocery stores expecting to see what I see in the grocery stores here, and I'm like, oh, huh, it's a little different here. Mm. So you still get some high-quality meats, but you have to look a little harder for them. Some of the specialty ingredients aren't available in Melbourne specifically. What's I a thought, specialty ingredient? Uh, like uh, chlorella, blue-green algae, uh, sea moss, um even even you know like chia seeds and things like that aren't aren't as readily available they may be i just didn't know where to find them so if there is a contact like you mentioned i'm definitely reaching out to that person hey you know either can you get something in advance for me i know there's services they uh provide where groceries could come to you um, but i really like to be hands-on because i like to see everything because i'll go in with a game plan for like okay i need this this and this at the grocery store but if i see it and it doesn't look up to my standards, a little old or a little wilted, or the fish has a strange color on it, we're going to scratch it and, and, and get something else going for them. So I think that's also uh, a benefit for the athlete because it's, you know, everything is, is uh, the best it can possibly be at all times. How long have you been doing this for Profes- fighters spe- specifically? Specifically, uh, 2018 with Badu Jack was my oh, first full So four, four years now. Yeah, but before that with celebrities and other athletes outside of boxing, I, you know, 
So for fighting, uh, for actually for boxers, um, do you think that you can create a, a, a system that would be more affordable, like a meal prep system sure. for those fighters that can't afford? Because 40 grand, bro, some of these fighters are not even getting paid 40 grand. Yeah, no, for sure. And that's, you know, it's, and I understand that everybody can't afford the services that the wife and I provide, and that's okay. We're okay with that. I started doing the meal preps. I started giving away stuff just to get my name out there. She, my wife was working on people, you know, pro bono or, you know, one athlete would pay, but then three were getting work because we understand the grind and we know what it takes to make it. So we, we go through those processes and, and now we're here. So uh, I will always do our, we will always do our best to help the fighters. And I think when I retire, I'll, I'll, loop it back to the beginning and, and help people, whether it's through a company or through a team, you know, create meal plans and formulas that can be put into shakes very easily. Like you said, you mentioned you throw it in a bag. All you got to do is mix it with the water and a juice or whatever, and you're good to go. So, Yeah, I mean, like, just kind of – because I know so many guys that, you know, the goal is obvious to get to where Devin is at, but sure. that is a long road. For sure it that is. That is a very, very long road. And even Devin's road was long because he started it at a very, very young age. Mm-hmm. So I mean, see, he's 28 and no, and he's only 23 years old. Like, Yeah, yeah but and that's where people that's why I wanted but to his say his work it, ethic is ridiculous. That's why I wanted to say it the way that I said it, because his age could give a person the idea that he hasn't worked as hard. But boxing is a different you know, it's a oh, different absolutely. animal altogether. But yeah, we got guys like a Jalen Phillips, you know what I mean, who puts in that work. He's in that gym, but he's had a rough beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't an amateur standout and he took some fights he shouldn't have took, but he's starting to look good, but he can't afford 40 grand. You know what I mean? So, like, a system where a fighter can get three meals a day that. No, they're not as detailed as what you're doing for Devin because you're, you're hands-on. But something that'll keep them on track because what happened yesterday happens all the time. It's terrible. It's it, terrible. It, this is just the high level. This is just one that's going to be scrutinized because of the belts. But, like, fighters miss weight every day. I know this. I mean, we had a fighter in our other studio at the win, and, and, and he took the David Benavidez fight on 14, four, 16 days four, notice. 15. 15 days notice. As soon as he hung up the phone, he went juice only. Mm. So that obviously can't be healthy, you know? Yeah, well, you know, I wouldn't recommend a juice only for a combat sport athlete, you know. But um, some it's where do the priorities lie? Is it all about making weight or is it all about performance? Do you want to come in between somewhere, you know? You have to – it takes sacrifice, it takes dedication, and it takes mental fortitude – and I've seen guys when you're in camp that they're like, mm, I'm going to just go ahead and have this. I know I shouldn't eat this, but I, I, I take care of it, you know, whatever. And it's those moments that can add up. And then you get to fight week and you're like, uh-oh, how did I get these extra pounds? Or, you know, how come this isn't coming off like it should? So I, I think that there's something that can be learned and definitely that young fighters need to understand is, guys, you have your whole life, stay focused for 10 weeks, eight weeks. It might be difficult at first, but I promise you it gets easier. And once you feel that difference, you're going to want to 
maintain and, and avoid the things that you shouldn't have, whether it's refined sugars or, you know, the ice creams or the pizzas or whatever, because man, when you, when you come to the bright lights and you shine and you don't get tired and you feel like you could step on the gas for 12 rounds, that's an amazing feeling. And Mm -hmm. that's going to want to keep, want you to keep that momentum going. Then you finish with your fight, you know, take a week, take two weeks, do whatever you want to do and then get back to work. After this, I'm going to connect you with the owner of Foodie Fit. Okay. Um, that's who has me and Danny looking amazingly fit. I was going to say, man. And, um, this guy's handshake I would, is like rock I would solid. be I would be more inclined to buy more Foodie Fit if they had a James Lockwood, um, you know, kind of package where it's sure. for fighter exactly and, collaboration. And they actually package. just did a, a collab um, with yeah, uh, Mas- with the, yeah, it was uh, with the restaurant out here. So yeah. I'm sure they'd at least be open yeah. to. And see, eat. something like that I could do is I can just say, okay, we need A, B, and C, uh, X, Y, and Z in between. That's a great starter package, and you could do something like that real yeah, yeah, your prospect, your, your fighter prospect package from, you know, James Lockwood, because people need it. They need it. But I got some questions from the people. Mm-hmm. I got Brandon in Houston, who's a uh, bodybuilder, so I'm sure this is going to be about fitness. He says, if a person had a strong enough mindset to eat the same meal at breakfast, lunch, and dinner... Every day, in order to get shredded and have optimal performance, what meal would you suggest? I knew it. Man. I, I actually have that mindset. Danny doesn't. He hates what? it. Like, I've, I've, I've gone through their menu, pick what I like, what's the least calories. Like, they have a mac and cheese. It's like 680. I don't want that shit because mm-hmm. I'd rather have my Kit Kat at night. Let my calories be on a Kit Kat. So, you know, I went through their menu, picked the, the same three that I like, and just give me that. I can eat it every if, if day. If you're good, you know, I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the same thing over and over and over again. One, your body gets used to it. But, but if it's working, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but for a bodybuilder and somebody like that, I would say a high-protein breakfast, you know. Uh, you know, carbs and fat are important. So maybe we're saying, you know, 45% carbs, you know, high protein and then get those carbs in after to replenish so eggs potatoes avocado for breakfast get some kind of fresh vegetable juice fruit juice if you can post-workout uh you're thinking like uh you know pasta or rice something like that uh and then dinner Depends on the timing of dinner. I, I like to give guys a big dinner if it's early enough. So by the time they're going to bed, they're kind of finished digesting and mm-hmm. metabolizing, and then their body can focus on recover. So it's a tough question to ask. How many calories is in a dinner normally? Or Ooh, do you not it, calorie count? No, no. I just count every single calorie that goes into my guys. But um, uh, it, it, it all depends, you know. Um, six, seven hundred to a thousand mm. or more. It wow, depends on the athlete. Yeah. No, of course. Cause I mean, I've worked with athletes no, before that are consuming like No, but, but I know because Pacquiao stuff. would drink like a 6,000-calorie shake because he was burning like seven or something yeah. like that. It was crazy. I and forgot what 24-7 that was. What are you looking to accomplish? You want, you know, endurance performance, really big muscles, you know, so that plays a role. Coach, um, I'm not going to lie. I would love, you know, at, at the right rate to do like a mug bang. Like what because the hell is that? I was gonna say, I don't know. You guys don't know what a mukbang is? Oh man. No, it just sounds like some dirty pornography. <laughs> <laughs> no, a mukbang is literally 
you're doing a video while you eat. So I would love for you to like walk us through one of your dishes because I'm gonna be honest with you, every dish you uh post or one of your I'm like, damn, that shit looks good. I feel like plating is very important mm -hmm. to you. And presentation is very important you to you. With your eyes first, right? So it's got to it's got to look good, especially if you're maybe in a uh, you know calorie deficit in a fight camp. You want it to look good too. But you know, I'll walk you through a meal I made for Devin last night. We we uh, so we did chicken breast. I do like an Indian five spice, sear it in the pan. Okay, okay. we're getting seven ounces of chicken. Uh, oh I'll, wow, that's that's kind of tiny. Yeah. Because I go to, I mean, I know people are going to laugh at me, but I love Applebee's. And then it's like eight ounce steak. I look at that little ass steak. Away. We're 20 days away from the scale. No, right? I hear you. I, so. I know why, but I'm just <laughs> thinking for myself, like, damn, seven ounces. But if you, if, but right. So that's just the, that's the protein part. And then there's other parts of protein that come into the meal as well. But we'll do uh, a cup of white rice, jasmine okay. steamed rice. And I add some little ginger powder to that. Okay. We'll slice an avocado, toasted pumpkin seeds. Little sesame oil. A slice or ha like when you say avocado, what? Half so of an avocado? Half of an avocado. For Mexican this. avocados or? Uh, Haas avocado okay. organic. Yeah. Okay. Seeded, split, sliced. Uh, and then I'll take uh, coconut milk, uh, organic peanut butter, fresh ginger. How, mu how much? Like a scoop? Two tablespoons of each probably. And they're not getting all of that. That'll be uh, reduced down to a sauce. Um, some, you know, raw herbs over the top. Mm. I'm a big uh, advocate of, of uh, the benefits of raw foods. I would never tell somebody to have strictly a raw food diet, especially in combat sports, but there's little essential phytonutrients and semi-essential plant chemicals that I've, can really I've, help out. I've done it for... Yeah, you know, there's I, my guys always get the benefit of a raw food diet. They get the benefit of a carnivore diet. They get the benefit of a keto diet, you know, a high-carb diet. It's just based on what and when. So how hard are we training on off days on Sunday when we're not, you know, doing much, we're going to pull back on things when these guys are sprinting at Mount Charleston, high calories, you know, when they're working with Reggie Hobson, strength and conditioning coach, high calories, high carbs. So, uh, but that's, Damn, so it's kind of day to day, it's day to day, everything changes. So there is no, and this is why, yes, you can create a meal plan that's pretty, pretty right on. But the reality is if, if you have the opportunity to have somebody changing and, and, and seeing those calories every well, single day. Well, what the meal the plan day. still could suit is that off time. Because sure. these fighters, not everyone is as disciplined as a Sean Porter mm -hmm. that, you know, in between fights doesn't balloon up. So if they had that, you know, Lockwood meal plan to stay on in between fights. Mm -hmm. So because, like, I love that I'm on foodie fit because now I know if I ate my breakfast and my lunch I know exactly how many calories I have if I feel like taking my wife out to dinner mm -hmm. I can mm -hmm. I know how much sure. I can eat I know how much I'm going over I'm not feeling crazy and I'm not ballooning so I don't know I think the numbers is power yeah you 100%. know having that information really helps you make the right decision and I let I let the athletes I know I mean excuse me I let the athletes I work with know exactly where we're at the other day I told Devin okay now we're coming down just a little bit more. Make sure we're open communicating. How are you feeling? He feels strong. Talk to the coaches. He looks strong. I'm getting everything I need in the gym. Great. We're right on track. So 
yeah, super. Do you have like, like look at this, bro? Like this looks better than most brunch places. Yeah, that looks good. Four fucking pancakes. All Walnuts, the nuts, look, honey, look the 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 bananas. The bananas are all cut one inch, one inch thick. That's it. And oh my goodness, you should have sent it to me so I could screenshot. This but, is beautiful. I appreciate. Um, it. What the hell was I gonna Just say? Sent it to you. What I was saying when you jumped in, Lord. Meal preps. You, you you've no, been no, talking no. about it for no. like half an hour. No, no, you won't let that go. No. no. Because there's people that need it. Okay, and and it's, uh, you know, you, you know, and you're such a this guy's such no. an elitist. We got that other fancy no. uh, uh, See, uh, and uh, a studio, and he's like, only the, it's like no, bro. Give everybody no. an opportunity. Yeah, but I get where he, I get where he's coming from. It's like we didn't work, then we didn't have to do that, and I get it. And too. now we here. So this cost. This isn't like iPhone stood. Listen, hear me out. Hear me no, out. I They're li- destroying the world. I, all right. I like the they, meal prep. They they started just with just the expensive phone. Eventually, what did they do? Give you a mediocre phone and a fucking mediocre watch. They're not gonna leave that money on the table. You're leaving money on the table. Uh, answer this, smart me. guy. Answer <laughs> this. Are there more elite fighters? Or more mediocre fighters. How many A class fighters and how many B's and C's and D's? Yeah, but bro? how much are you? And making those off- D's still have dreams and ambitions no, and to that, be in there. Yes, 100%. yes. But I'm just saying, you know, them B's and C's can't feed you. You know, can't pay all your bills sometimes. That's he all I'm get, saying. You don't get the SE model. Yeah, right, right. There's no, like the, bro, this is a I was just telling you what you Max was, you, Pro. You was like there's still like an iPhone. Yeah, you no, know what I'm flip saying. Flown, yeah, yeah, no, and you were just saying where'd I leave off on? I'm like, oh, we've been talking about. No, that's not. You went there, but anyway, Ruin Five Hundred Four says, what are the common mistakes people make when attempting to lose weight? Stop eating. Stop drinking. That's the most common, I think, because when you're not giving your body what it needs, it's going to go into survival mode and it's going to hold on to everything for dear life. So Bro, I tell gonna... my girl that all the time. You know, she thinks she's going to survive with one meal a day. No, you're not. It's crazy. And, and to know what your body does, understand what your body does. Figure out how many calories you burn at rest. If you just laid in bed for 24 hours, that's a pretty simple formula to figure out. You can Google it online. And then what? eat accordingly. Lay in your bed for 24 hours. So, so your basal metabolic rate, that's if you just sat still for 24 hours. Your body burns calories to breathe, to metabolize, to digest, to detoxify. So you figure out how many calories that is. For example, somebody your size, your stature, your muscle mass, you're probably you know, close to 2,000 calories a day just if you sat still. 1,800 maybe. You know. I don't, burning. Burning. No way, bro. Yeah, I, th- I, think I wear my watch no. all the time. I don't yeah. burn that much. So it he, doesn't tell he, you that. Much, he though. he thinks this is like the most accurate thing ever. It is. Um, You're so such a hater. N- I want to say it's like it's 60, your life. I think it's like sixty to eighty. I I don't wear it half the time. I think it's like sixty to eighty a, a, an hour just sitting. If is that accurate? About it changes from person okay. to person, and it changes. You know, everything plays a factor in that. Your age, your your current weight. You know, but um. That would be the the three things if if I could tell anyone you know understand what your body's doing, and then make sure you don't starve it, give it what it needs when it needs it. If you're laying around and you're not doing anything, you're going to be sitting on the couch playing video games. You're not going to burn a ton of calories, so you can pull back on those days. If you're out running, you know hiking with the girlfriend or the wife or swimming, you know you. You can increase those calories. So people ask me all the time, when's the best time to like get a little cheat meal in? Is like, you know, before or after a workout maybe? You know, not when you're, I don't like when guys are like, oh, Sunday is rest day. 
we're gonna and cheat day. and cheat day. That's not <laughs> a good mix. That's not a good mix. You know, we, it, you know, I try to give my guys everything they want. You know, if they're saying, you know, I'm craving ice cream, okay, well, we'll figure out the best time to give it to you. That's what I was gonna ask. Are there any approved like candies? Because I'm sure these fighters are craving. Devin and sweets. the boys eat chocolate every day. Okay, okay. Because he shames me for my Kit Kats, I man. I fold a little bit of chocolate into these snacks. I I, I give um, sweet treats. You saw you talking about the pancakes. You know, yeah. it's all about timing. When these guys are gonna go run Mount Charleston, sure we can eat pancakes with syrup and berries and stuff like that. You okay. know, so it's just about finding the right time. Yeah, so that's why it's important for you to be there. Because if you don't know I'm going to the mountain today, like, right. and I have a standard meal, mm-hmm. I might not run the miles or the mountain sure. in the amount of time that I need. May to. need more calories for yeah. sure. You also, but don't again, that, that empty. it'll still help the fighter that isn't an elite man. No, and I, I, I don't disagree. Like, what is? I don't disagree. You know, some of these it. other fighters, they're just winging it. Of course, you know, yeah. off of what they see on TV, and they're trying to do their best. Exactly. You know? yeah. So, I get it. I get it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. So, being a nutrition coach, have you ever worked with an athlete that, because I've seen them, boxers that drink uh, outside of camp? No, I haven't. Well, you know. Oh, my God. I've, I've dealt with, you know, uh, going out and having a glass of wine with yeah. dinner, but not during camp. And, and I've never dealt with anybody who was like, taking it to the next level with alcohol so it never had to deal with that fortunately Do and you, if i it, 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 if they did they i never saw it you mm. know what i mean but i would be able to tell you you know most of the athletes this is why i'm so grateful because the athletes i work with are truly dedicated and they're all in 100 percent. and they know that you know if your alcohol is you know it's gonna it's not gonna do good things we hear some boxing trainers say you know i'm not working with every fighter are you like that? Are you uh, selective? Are, are you selective? Will, will you turn a guy down that maybe you think isn't as dedicated or as passionate? Yes, because it has to work for me too. I don't want to feel like I'm nagging somebody or like trying to babysit, you know. So um, I, I've turned fighters down, not based on like, oh, I heard rumors that this is bad, this is bad. Um, you know, I, I stay very busy, like I said, the wife and I. So, um, you know, it has to work. It has to be a, a two-way street. It has to work both ways. They got to really want it. And I'll always, uh, if I'm available and, and uh, everything works, we're going to give it our best shot. We're going to, you know, go all in. But, um, yeah, I, I would definitely turn a fighter down if, if I didn't think it was going to work out on our end. Uh, let me go to the bodybuilder on the line because he's uh, one of our co-producers, but he's remote. And uh, he just texted me and said, well, I eat one meal a day. So I want to put him on with the professional. Put him on, Bo. Yes, sir. Is that that him at 346? You know it. Like a poet. Brandon. What's up, James? What's up, Danny? How are you? James, I appreciate you coming out, man. You're a a super informative guest. I I appreciate stuff like this, man. I love stuff like this. My pleasure. I was just taking this and I eat one meal a day. I do intermittent fasting and I do... Because for me, like, I'm, I'm very undisciplined. Like, I'll be eating, instead of tracking calories, I'll be eating, you know, if I don't, if I just don't set up that time and just not eat, I'll find myself eating some bullshit. Mm-hmm. So I found that me stopping at 8 and eating again at 12 definitely stops me. It just stops it. I don't have any choice not, not to eat any bullshit. And then I went to one meal a day, so it's normally between 2,500 and 2,700 calories a day. 
And then at night, but how do you even get that bread. down? How do you eat twenty seven hundred calories? Yeah, but how do you eat twenty seven hundred in one? It's steady, I'd imagine. Yeah, I know, Brandon. What, what I'm asking you? No, I'm not being sarcastic. I'm asking you a question. How do you eat yeah. twenty seven hundred calories in one sitting? Uh, it's pretty easy. I just eat two or three things at one time, like, and that's it for the rest of the day. And I and I go back to work. I, first of all, I get twenty two thousand steps in a day. That's number one. So I know that I'm constantly moving. And that time I don't, when I'm not eating, I'm burning fat. I know that because I'm walking all the time at my job. I'm just sitting down just to call y'all. But normally, like I said, I, I do a lot of moving, and I and it's been working for me. I'm really I got a six pack at this point. As you won't believe it, but I definitely have a six pack right now. So I'm doing this so, one meal a day. So what do you think about that coach? He's saying he's intermittent fasting, moves around that much, taking in that many calories. Plus he- working out. Dude works out every day. Well, you know, the, this goes back to kind of what I said before. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And why I always talk about everybody's different. So what works for him isn't necessarily going to work for the two of you, perhaps. But he's found... Probably, I would imagine, over time and trying out different things. And like he said, that he keep, keeps him away from eating that the BS. So, you know, my remarks to that is, like, stick with it. It's working. You, you got a six-pack. You, 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 as long as you're feeling strong. Thank you, in the gym, Yeah, you're feeling strong in the gym. You know, I would make sure you're you're staying hydrated because that makes all those processes in your body more oh, efficient. So let me show sure you, Dan. A gallon let, more a day. Let, I hate to interrupt you, because I know Let me tell you, I'm – I went, me, Danny, and Ness went to the gym, Jay Preston's gym. We met up with um, Shakur and, and Jared Anderson. And Jared Anderson made a point to tell me I'm not drinking enough water. He tells me that I should drink. So I wasn't drinking enough at all. But ever since I met Jared Anderson, every single day I drink a gallon and a half of water during go. the time that I'm not eating. In the morning to lunchtime, I'm drinking nothing but water. Yep. And so I get my hydration during that point. I'm constantly moving, and like I said, I've been dropping weight. I'm getting shredded. I got a six-pack. Next, don't believe it, but one meal a day been working. And like I said, I drink a meal replacement steak at night, like one. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. And, and, th- and James, I hate to interrupt you, Brandon, but this is exactly why I'm saying, you know, collaboration with my good friends at yes, Foodie Fit go. because look at what he's going through. That sounds like torture to me. Mm-hmm. That sounds like too much work. 22,000 steps. Going to the gym every day, one fucking meal a day, sitting down to eat twenty seven hundred <laughs> calories. That's a pile, a pile of food. Now, yeah, now me, yeah, hold yeah, on, hold on, Brandon. That's you. But hold on, Brandon. Yeah. Now me, I wake up. I don't eat from four thirty till after this show. So at ten o'clock, nine forty, I eat my first foodie fit. Mm-hmm. Three eighty four, whatever calories they put in there. You know, I eat those meals. And I almost got a six-pack, so you got one. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. I ain't even try to get one, and I almost got one. So, like, that sounds like a lot of work no, to me. She, it, it could be working for you, but that work. sounds stressful. I don't know. Like, I've but done, she, I've done it both. Hold on, Brandon. Hold on, Brandon. I've done it both. Like, I was raw vegan, mm-hmm. intermittent fasting. Wow. I would only eat during a four-hour window. Oh, 20, 20 hours off, four hours on. And I promise you... That four-hour window was more than enough. I didn't even crave food during those 20 hours. I don't know how. Yeah, you, what, And that was just yeah, eat for, consistent eat. with I'm something? I'm not eating for pleasure. I'm eating, really I, honestly, I'm not caring about eating for pleasure. I got a goal in mind. I'm very goal-oriented. I got go. the mindset to do it. And it ain't nothing for me to do. Like, I don't feel like it's torture. I, 
the twenty two thousand thousand steps come from like by function of my job. So, uh, so okay, now now, now I'm confused. I was I was kind of on your side. Now I'm confused. So, what was the purpose of the call? Because I th- told me to call in. He wanted me to call. Yeah, oh, because because of the whole one meal a day. Well, see, another thing that yeah, uh, for Brandon specifically, I, and, I, and like James just said, everything works for different people. So, like, if it works for me, I I don't feel full. I don't crave food. Well, I'm as, good. When, like, you're, I enjoy it. when you're not eating, Brandon, you mentioned you were drinking. Your, that's when you get in drinking your water, the water, right? So now that that water will help yes. kind of satiate you a little bit as well. It'll give you that kind of exactly. pseudo full feeling. So, uh, and it, it sounds like to me that you're eating the right things in those 2,700 whatever calories because you're you're not having yes. a lot of cravings. So, um, no, no, no. Yeah, and and the weight not, the weight will come up once. And if you're con- if you're consistent with that process like it sounds that you are yeah you're going to see results your body is going to rid itself of what it doesn't need assimilate the things that it does need and you're going to be feeling great and looking great mm. so when's the unveiling Thank brandon you, when you showing no the world the six pack i mean i don't have any urgency to show it i'm, I'm still like i probably feel like i'm like 11 pounds away i, I took a body scan i did a body scan the other day and it said I was at 16% body fat. So I want to get down to like 12 or 11, even though that's really not sustainable. But I want to I want to get down to that point and then show it and get back, you know, stay around 15 or year round. You know, that's what I want to be. But when I, for, but for me to be at what, 17% body fat, I'm excited. I'm, I can't believe I got down to that. I was literally 300 some pounds, bro. So the only, I'm here. You the, know on, what I'm the only complaint I had when I was doing that was that you don't learn portion control. Like for the first time in my life, you got portion. Now control. I've learned portion control. But like at that time, you would pig out because you got that four-hour nah, window, 2,700. Nah, see, I mean, I was lawnmower. Yeah. See, nah, I mean, <laughs> him, him. It's, yeah, I'm saying I was raw vegan. I don't even know how long he's doing his intermittent fasting for. But it was like, regardless, you got to get your meal in. So yep. there is no portion control. And that's what I like about the foodie fish. So like it's now now when I go outside of that, you know, like I would go to these restaurants. They're giving you way too much food. It's way too much. And you don't know unless your your body is accustomed to a certain amount. So it, it, it shuts off, basically. Mm-hmm. But when you're just eating wildly and there is no portion control, you eat those big ass plates that each restaurant gives you. Yep, and they're probably high sodium, and they're probably with some kind of saturated fats or whatever oils they're cooking things in, and and you know, so yeah, it's uh, it's, it's crazy, it's tough, it's crazy. So, what is your background? Like, were you a chef? Did you learn on the job? Did you go to school for nutrition? Like, what? is the start i guess uh, all of the above everything you just mentioned so uh, my brother's a classically trained cordon blue program chef our original goal was to open a restaurant together he was going to be the chef i was going to be the front of the house guy with all the charisma and running the show uh and then he had children and the whole plan changed so mm. um we, we come from a athletic family so as a kid i wasn't allowed i was always taught about the importance of nutrition couldn't have sugar couldn't have caffeine nothing came out of a box my grandparents. What? Yeah. No caffeine? No caffeine. No sodas. My Wait, I thought coffee was good if it was black. It is. I'm just telling you how I came up. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you, caffeine is good in the right amount. But to answer your question, so uh, fast forward after all of that, learning that, okay, we're not going to open the restaurant now. Then 
I moved to the Yucatan Peninsula and started running a program with a great team that was working. Hold on, what? I lived in Mexico for four and a half years, and this is where I kind of put it all together for me. Okay. Uh, and uh, I traveled, started a business, traveled the world, was running retreats, teaching people how to stay fit, how to eat healthy, how to keep their mind right. Uh, and then after that, I thought, okay, now let's go to school and study some more. So when I knew what I wanted to do and had a real passion for it, that's when I went to school and study was easy and I excelled and I was at the top of my class. And then now here we are. So I'm bougie. So uh, I'm curious because you said 2018, first time working with a fighter, but your wife's been working f with fighters oh, for she 15 she plus years. Yeah, yeah, she goes way back. So I'm curious, did she help? you get your first or was it we're a just, team we've we've my wife and i have been together for two and a half almost three years now okay okay um sh uh funny man you got funny. married right away right away i want that story forget yeah. the funny story uh, but here's, a, here's a, even a funnier story right so uh, this is kind of how we met boxing coach reaches out to her and is like yo i need uh i need a masseuse for one of my guys and she was uh she'd been working with leo santa cruz for a long time uh their family and she reached out to this same boxing coach and was like yo i need a nutritionist for my guy you know anybody neither of them worked i didn't go to uh her athlete and she didn't come to my athlete but that's how our names crossed and that's how we met and that's how we started talking and then i was like i kind of looked on her social media and i was like okay damn she's working with high level athletes i'm working with high level athletes we should probably meet and talk and then the rest is history. But how long before you popped the question? Two years. We oh. Just, yeah, we're, we're recently married. Oh, recently. Oh, recently. oh newlyweds. Yeah, June. Okay. Yeah, okay. June. Okay. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. So after the undisputed fight? Yes. Oh, wow. So how long before y'all moved in? Uh, we moved in first. That's so like a year. Okay. And then she had an established place in L.A. I had an established place in L.A. I was closer to the beach. I like to surf, so I said, you got to come oh, over really? and check this out. Yeah. So <laughs> now we, we live in Redondo Beach, but we're never home, ever, ever. <laughs> hey, that's, that's the work of, uh, that's yeah. the life of an entrepreneur, man. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But that's a beautiful story, so man. Congrats. How was, how you, was, how was that? You're pre literally, you prepare Gennady, right, for his fight against Murata in Japan. Yeah. Then... Got to prepare Devin for his fight in Australia. Jesus. Then Sounds you have like to prepare life. for a Pretty fucking amazing. wedding. How yeah. was how was those three, four months from April to June? Well, I'm sure he, you didn't have anything to do with the planning of the wedding. We, we tried to plan a <laughs> wedding, but we quickly realized that there is no way we could plan a wedding because we get calls from different fighters every week, right? So it was, you so, eloped? No, nah, we, we, we knew we had a four days at home between camps. I said, let's just, we said, let's just go to a chapel. Courthouse? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We got to the chapel, put on the suit. She put on a very classic dress uh, and it took a couple hours. And I think my mom and her husband were the only ones there. We took a few photos and we're as happy as can be. With no that. honeymoon because you travel so much, we're right? Go, we're going to Bali after. We, oh my God. I've been, I've been wanting to go to Bali all my life. I'm just, it's just so far though. But we're going to be in Australia. So it's a six, five and a half hour flight. I said, why not? We tried to do it last time. It didn't work because oh, wow. I had to go right to Gennady and then she had to go right to Gennady. Uh, oh, she also wow. works look with, at those problems. She also <laughs> works with Norman Powell of the LA Clippers. Um, so NBA season starts for her and she's gone. Boom. 
Uh, so then we kind of separate and do our own thing, but in off season we get to work together. So that's it's a great amazing. Life. Yeah, yeah I've great. seen her work with Rampage like yeah, back man. in the day and yeah. Klitschko. She does it all, man. Yo, it was funny because like the Klitschko, she's like, that's, she, I, she's I like half knew. the size. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You know the funniest thing is is. I'm not going to say any names, but she is all of this tall and, you know, Wait. 98 pounds soaking wet. And this tall? How she, tall? Like, literally? Five four? foot? Okay, yeah. five, yeah. five. Because, no, that looked like well, four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that looked like four. And it's no, like, I was going to say, I was going to say, she's there every day, but you ain't been a top rank in like a month. But, yeah, she's there every day. Uh-huh. Every uh-huh. Day. She doesn't. Yeah. She, she's as connected to the athletes as I am. Um, but, the when, I mean, the, the power uh, and the uh, strength that this – little woman has is amazing and and the athletes would tell you firsthand mm. i mean if she's working on rampaging you know people like right that, come on <laughs> absolutely absolutely bo um our next guest is here okay i have a few questions from so the people before we get james out here we got bougie and broward that says as a pescatarian pescatarian what's all right. the best diet to have to cut weight but keep the muscle mass and the best thing to eat right after a workout. Also working out minimum three times a week. Ooh, so a couple questions there. So he's a pescatarian or she is a, pe- a pes- he. he is a pescatarian. And w- repeat the first question, the first part. Um, what's the best diet to have to cut weight but keep muscle mass? Well, you, I mean, if you're a pescatarian and you're – that sounds like a pretty clean, healthy diet. Think of, like, the Mediterranean diet, right? So a lot of fish. You still get some good carbs, healthy fats. Um, probably be supplementing. I, I would say to keep that muscle mass, I would probably recommend uh, uh, creatine supplementation. Uh, that will give your muscles what they need without, you know, bringing in extra proteins and things like that. You get plenty of proteins, high-quality proteins from fish. And then, so that kind of answers that question. And what was the fi- the third part or the? Final? Um, and the best thing to eat right after a workout. Well, what kind of workout? You know, it's all about what. If you're, we'll just say strength workout. You're pushing weight. You want to get carbs. Mm-hmm. You know, protein is the building blocks, obviously. But you want to replenish that glycogen as fast as you can, because uh, your muscles have been broken down. They've, uh, you know got rid of or depleted themselves of glycogen, pushing weight, pushing weight, pushing weight. So if you can put it right back in. Get those carbs in after your strength workout. Carbs. I'm curious about how much time would you say uh, you and the wife spend at home, like at at your house? Don't answer that. Last year. Don't answer it. I'm being serious. You've seen what happened to Abner. I wouldn't even answer that. I have high-level security, Mm. armed guards, and big dogs. So they take care of it when we're not home. Yeah, no, I mean, I was just. We're rarely home, brother. Last year, like literally a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I was just uh, saying, obviously, uh, the the dedication and the, the time commitment that goes into this, it's... Uh, no, yeah. You know, it's funny because you... You live with them. We, we, we live with them, and we go from living with them to living with somebody else to living with somebody else, and we're grateful for that. Um, but when you find that passion, it's not work. Exactly. Yeah, no, I that's feel like how I'm it on is vacation with, us, yeah. with these that's, guys, man. And listen to this. That's what, I'm listening to your story, and I'm like in awe. It's like, oh, my God, Japan... Oh my God, Australia! What Bali is like? You have an amazing life, right. you know. Then you met what sounds could be a soulmate because you do 100%. you do the same thing. So it's like that relationship could only grow because 
what you love, she loves. So it makes conversation easy. We take full advantage of it. You know, we work out with these athletes whenever we can. We eat like them. We rest like them. You know, we learn from them. I'm I'm around the highest level boxing coaches in Mm -hmm. the world learning. You know, I'm not trying to be a pro boxer, but it's nice to be able to know how to throw hands, you know, or or, or to talk with the strength and conditioning coach. You yo, I'm getting a little older. How do I keep this? For real. So we take full advantage. We're grateful. So do we. We t- we ask all the questions yeah. for, for the public and for ourselves. I got the last one for you coming from Jason in New Jersey. He says, what's the good portion of macros? For example, protein, carbs, fats per meal. It, again, depends on what's going on. But, you know, so we'll say strength and conditioning type work, you know, and, and a little bit of endurance training. Uh, 35% protein, 55 to 50 carbs and then the remaining healthy fat and then plus keep that hydration where it needs to be but again it's hard to pinpoint a direct number without knowing exactly how this person is training and what their uh goals are but you know that's that's rule of thumb somewhere in in and around there well look this is crazy this is just to and i was gonna say i wonder when this was but your wife with uh, Dillian White. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, Dillian looks like a teenager here. Bro, she's been yeah. in the game for a How minute. old is he there? How uh, long ago? Th- that was seven years ago. But oh, wow. it seems so much longer. I promise you. I wanted to ask. So wait, so that was for the Markham Tan fight? Uh, it doesn't say. It just says training camp 2015. So circa 2015. So whoever he fought. Around because that. he fought a big guy. He, she's a little. And the she, first time know. he ever came to America, well, not ever came because who knows when he came to train, but uh, that he ever fought was on the Crawford undercard. She might have been in uh, like Austria or one of those places at camp with him. I don't remember. I th- she was abroad. She used to go to the UK and like Rampage was in Japan all the time. And like, so she's she's been all over the world. It's one of those things where I thought I knew a lot of people in the game. And then when we linked up and we go to fights, she knows everybody. Mm. Who'd you work with in Detroit? Tony? Uh, no, but sh- Vanessa worked with Tony for a long time. They're like family. Okay. I was working with a non-fighter client uh, okay. in Michigan, and then she said, I got to introduce you to my family. So we were at Super Bad Academy for a little okay. bit. Yeah. Okay, I just saw the picture. I was just there, I think, like last month. I would so. love to work with Tony. Uh, I think we were talking about working together, but I had a camp lined up, so it didn't work out. Gotcha. Gotcha. You got anything else? No, those are all the questions. We're going to go ahead and take a quick intermission, take this picture with James, and be right back. All right.
at least risk, risk this. this. Oh, shit! This message was brought to you by SDS Promotions. Hey, we going live without Danny. Fuck that. We went live without Danny. We in the building with Robert Merriweather and his father, Robert Merriweather. So it's senior and junior or second and the third? Second and the third. Oh, wow. So yeah. your dad is also Robert Merriweather. Wow. Long line of Merriweather. Just cut us all. Well, you fell down the steps? Bro. Oh, my goodness. You got into a fight? What the man? <laughs> My man. <laughs> what? Anyway, Robert, I am sorry. First and foremost, um, Danny told me you was gonna be sparring Shamar Canal. I wanted to be there. Did it happen? Oh yeah, yeah. How? Cause I'm like, when he said that, I said, why? I feel like Shamar's way taller than you, right? I mean, we the same weight though. So. I know it's the same weight, but no, but he is tall, tall. I mean, it's not going to change. But how many inches, though? Let's be real. He like six one. So and he you? is not six bro, foot one. Bro, he, bro I'm five foot ten. Y'all and mean he's that, taller than you. Bro, I pull up. I'm taller. He is taller bro, than fuck you. Out of here. Text him. He's tall. I'm telling you. I was shocked when he said you was. I said, wait, why? Like, but Let's, let me see I'm, what I, I wasn't guy. there. I wasn't there. How was it dealing with someone that tall? I felt like that was like you versus Fundora. I didn't think it was that big of a difference, personally. Did you get to see it? Of course, I was there. Have you ever seen Robert Barnes? I they, have not. I missed Box twice, right? Boxrec got yeah. Shamar listed at five six. Y'all talking about six one? But when he was Actually, here, he said they had it wrong. When uh, he, he was been here, told he said they five seven myself. Look, he five seven himself. So you making him what five two? Nah, let me. I'm just gonna pull up a picture because uh, you know I don't remember. I don't know. His you sight. have a picture next to him? Yeah, I'm, I mean we had him. That's on the neither show. here nor there. How'd you deal with that height? Was it an issue? Um, at first. Cause he was letting that jab go, but I mean, I got in. It was it was good work for sure. So what what do you have to do uh, when someone is letting a jab go? Is it slip or you want you 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 waited to get the timing right? I mean, slip, get in, uh, move inside, so he won't let that jab go anymore. You know, jab myself, so uh, you know, get inside his uh, reach. Is it typical when you're facing a taller fighter for the game plan to be stay on the inside, or can a shorter fighter beat the taller man from the outside? Um, depending on the taller fighters, uh, you know, boxing style. Like Fondor, his last fight was was much on the inside because that's how he is. He's an inside mm -hmm. fighter, and um, I mean, it depends on the on the fighter for sure. Yeah, because I felt like Tank was on the back foot. Yeah. he was a smaller fighter in that Roley fight, but he definitely got the big win. So, uh, how's it been in school? Are you in like tradition, nah. or you're not? I, so, I, I, that's what I wanted to ask because I'm I'm a I'm a junior and I hated it. But your name is a little more common, so people don't mess it up. My name is Nestor, 
throughout school, everyone would call me Hector, Lester. They, it was impossible for them to know the N was there, let alone the OR at the end. Uh, but being a junior, I didn't want to give my son my name again and just continue it. How uh, Did you ever have traditional schooling? And, 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 you know, how was it in traditional schooling being the third? I mean, when I was younger, uh, everybody thought I was the second. I, I still get that today. But, uh, you know, we fix it every now and again. Uh, it's it's common. We got a common name, so it's, yeah. nothing, it's nothing different. Do you plan to keep it going? And your uh, firstborn will be? <laughs> yeah, I, I do. <laughs> but uh, I want to change it up a little bit, though. You know, I'm going to make a, he's a king in my eyes. Okay. So king Robert for sure. All the, right. the fourth. All right. All right. I like it. So how long have you been boxing? Uh, since I was about seven. So it's seven. been 10 years. Wow, what what made you pick up boxing at seven years old? Not a controller to like a video game or something. I mean, I was playing football and, and basketball, but I just was too small. Especially when um in school, I was I was skipped a, a year ahead. So in Arizona, I was um I was playing a year ahead of me for football, and they did great great level. But uh, after school, my mom she uh, she used to do like a little workout thing on Groupon, mm-hmm. and uh, Every time I would go to the gym with her, and I was, I asked them every day. I wanted to go to the gym. I wanted to go to the gym, and the gym was actually down the street, so we would go past it every single day. And I just was hagging them, hagging them, hagging them. And uh, they finally took me. And uh, the coaches over there, they said I was a natural, so I stuck with it for sure. Nice, nice. So how old were you for your first tournament when you first decided? All right, I've been in the gym long enough. I've, I've learned this. I want to compete. Um, as soon as I turned eight, oh, they wow. told me as soon as I turned eight, I can get my boxing book. So I started, uh, getting smokers and stuff, but they just never took me to a uh, tournament until I was like nine. Man, where were you getting smokers at seven? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was moving around. I had to move to like different, I had to go to different cities just to get smokers. Cause, uh, my first, actually my first way and I didn't even get a fight. So wait, I got to bring in Pops here because I know at seven, he wasn't talking about take me to a smoker. This had to be your idea. No, it was just uh, whenever we left, they, they said we fight in Yuma, we go to Yuma. We fight in uh, Prescott, we go to Prescott. But if they weren't going on his book, what made you take the fight? Yeah. Well, they was going on his book at eight. So okay. He, he turned eight, uh, February 21st. And... Uh, I think his first fight was March or May. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, he got his first book. Okay, yeah. So how many smokers before that first fight though? You wanted him to go no, through no, no, the motions no, no, no. though. No, right? he the said smokers he... are called uh, the fights are called smokers. Oh, so they're legitimate fights. Yeah, they're okay, legitimate fights, okay. Because yeah. yeah. smoker for us means nonsense. underground show. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, nonsense. It's not going on your books. It's yeah. going on your books. But okay, it's, like, it, it's going on your books. Okay, okay. okay. That's why we was asking because yeah. like smokers to us is like some underground, underground. shit. So, yeah. So we thinking you know you fighting the Mexicans you know somebody's born or some shit. Okay. I thought you was just getting these smokers to get experience. So by the time you turn to amateur, you know, you don't go in there and learn on the job. But I didn't know for you the term smoker actually meant an amateur fight that yeah. goes on yeah. your books. Okay. So how many amateur fights total? Because recently turned pro, how many did you have before making that jump? I had around like 90, I want to say. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot. That is a lot. Do you feel that nowadays y'all need less? Because it seems like fighters these days have less and less amateur fights when turning pro. 
did you guys want to pursue that, uh, you know, maybe Olympic run, or it was always, uh, you know, the pro route? He, he's he been set. <laughs> he's been set. I, I, uh, I wanted to do more amateur fights, but he's, he's been set. He's, he had his mind made up. And then with, uh, since he's been young, he's had a, a, like a pro style. You know, and it, sometimes that can handicap you in the, in the amateurs. You know, Were you set on turning pro because of the amateurs and maybe decisions not going your way or uh, the corruption that people talk about in the amateur system? Every now and again, but I mean, it's... As older as I got, I think I thought I could I could hang with him because I spar with him all the time. So I was like, I could do it for sure. But um, my dad didn't my dad didn't want me to do it yet, especially with COVID. I mean, the fights fighting uh, hindered me for sure. Like I was um, I was out for boxing two years. I was just training, sparring and training. But with COVID, it, it just stopped me from fighting two years. So so I gotta ask. Wait, you're 17 still? 17. So that's why you didn't fight on that show in the Westgate? Well, he was supposed to fight at the Westgate, but nobody would take the fight. Oh, you can't find an opponent. Yeah, you was yeah. on you you were scheduled originally yeah, on that. Yeah. I, I had gotta, an opponent, but the dude pulled out last the last day. That's so. unfortunate. I got a I got a text message that's that's actually funny that I'm gonna keep. A guy uh 4-0, 31 years old, said that he wanted more money because he knew he was gonna lose. Uh, and it'd be embarrassing to him to lose being 31 to a 17-year-old. Mm. Mm. Be like that sometimes. It definitely mm -hmm. is like that. So, Dad, this decision to turn pro, you are saying was his idea and you're just embracing him? Yes. Yes. So, your 17-year-old son wants to turn pro. What do you tell him and, and what is the path you guys are going to take to do that? Well... Uh, first, uh, first off, I told him, uh, once you go, you go. There's no, there's no uh, turning back. Mm -hmm. So make sure this is really what you want to do. So uh, I know being at 17, you can only fight in, a, in certain states. Mm -hmm. And uh, we do the Mexico route until, you know, something comes along as far as within the states that we can fight in. Like we're, we're open to fi uh, fight here. We can fight in Texas. Uh, and I think we can fight down in Mississippi. So, what about the good old state of Tennessee? I think it might be eighteen, mm. but he'll be eighteen February twenty first. Okay, so he's he's around the corner. Around the corner, it sucks, man. It would have been great for you to get on that Westgate card. I went to that, and they need it was only four fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. He would he would have, my opinion, he he would have stood out. Stood so, so Las Vegas, born and raised, no. Arizona, right? Okay. No, no, I was born in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Actually, oh wow, oh, wow. yeah. My uh, my parents moved me when I was younger, so I could uh, get out of that situation. You know, they moved me when I was one, two years old, and uh, out here. Then we moved to Arizona. Then uh, my mom, she she had to get a new job because you know she was working with American. I mean, yeah, U.S. Airways. And they merged, so it was it was either Dallas, Texas, or move here Vegas. for 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 boxing. So they moved here for me, and you know, as I love them, and you know, they they support me since I was a kid. Do you feel pressure to do good because of all those sacrifices that they've making to get you here? I don't feel pressure. I just know that I just know that I should uh, 
they they support me and I need to I got to support them, you know. It's at the end of the day when I get older, I'm going to be helping them just like they helped me. For so. sure. So, uh dad, who's helping you get him fights and move him? Uh, you guys have a manager? No. No promoter. No promoter. How many national wins? Uh I believe 8 6 to 8. So you've had offers. Well, we got people looking at us. No offers with not eight yet. national wins? Not yet. We got people looking at us. We got people talking to us behind. That's the pretty scenes, strange. Behind the scenes, but you got you got to think he's only seventeen. Yeah, you but know. top rank signs sixteen year olds all the time. Xander exactly. Zayas well, was sixteen. Uh, Gabriel Flores is sixteen. I tell you, uh, Devin Haney. We was at the uh, at the Mayweather gym for a while. Okay. So, I really just start moving them around. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people didn't don't know, know him. A lot of yeah, because you know because of his age, being sixteen, and a lot of he le- he won a lot of his nationals when he was a little younger. Okay. So how many uh, nationals over fourteen? I stopped fighting when I was fourteen. Well, oh. 15, 14. Yeah. Because of the pandemic. Yeah. His last fight was uh, Valentine's Day. I had of, just uh, turned out. Oh, uh, so they need to right see if those nationals are gonna legit, translate as yeah, an adult body, yeah. young man body. I get it. I get it. But yeah. we, I mean, we got we got people looking at him. You know, you, uh, we're not just jumping on anything. We don't. We don't. Pretty much, we don't follow. So uh, he's he's moving around now. Uh, pretty much, so I can get him looks. Mm-hmm. And he's then sparred some of the big ones. Like so, who? But, uh, before we, uh, I mean, you know, before we get into that, I don't mean to cut you off, but uh, I wanted to stay on the journey, which is you took him to Mexico. Yes. How'd you do that? Who'd you connect, connect uh, with? A guy named uh, Junior Santiago. Okay. He, uh, he was like, uh, man, he's ready. You know, I was nervous at first. Of course. And, uh, it's you know, your firstborn? Of course. Nah, he's it's, the th- my only, it's, my, it's my my boy. My firstborn. Yeah, your firstborn. Of course, because he's yeah, the third. So Yeah, so... Uh, I was nervous. He, uh, he's like, man, he's ready. He's ready. So I'm like, how much? You said Junior, the guy Santos. What was his name? Junior Junior Santiago. Junior Santiago. How long did he know Robert before this? He's ready. He's ready. Like, how valid was his opinion? It was pretty valid because he, you know, when when we went there, he did what he did. Okay. You know, so uh, uh, when we took him, I mean, even when we when when we got there. That's the comments I've seen him. Your son. My son. And that and that was like uh uh watching him for ten years. I was more nervous than he was. Mm. Normally he's nervous. What like were you nervous fights. about specifically you? How he would perform. Okay. So just you know, like is he gonna get the win? It, no, it, it really wasn't that is first time he got off. He's okay. fight he uh he fought a thirty one year old man. Uh you know, it was it was and the first when he when he when he went out there, the first punch, I'm like, ah, oh, this is crazy. This is good. Who'd you have in your corner? Who was your second? Uh, Bullet. Okay, Bullet. Coach Bullet. Shout Bullet. out to Coach yeah. Bullet. So did you remain calm? Yeah, after that. Okay. After that, I was good. <laughs> I mean, because it, I mean, once I once I see him, I know him so well. Mm-hmm. Once I see his demeanor and the way he moves in the ring, uh, it gets it gets easy. So obviously. Was that your first time in Mexico? Yeah, it was first was, time out of the country. Okay, how was yeah. that? It's different experience. I seen a lot of stuff. Uh, Did y'all go to Hong Kong after? What? He's I with his mom. It. I heard about it. That's his mom. <laughs> I know that. 
Danny is terrible, man. <laughs> my uh, man, my man's out there risking his life. He could go see, you know. He's seventeen. Let it go, bro. I'm just saying. What I was seventeen hell? when I signed up to fight for this country. He fighting for his life. You feel me? He should. I should have took him. He should have. <laughs> he should have. I'm just saying. Yo, all right, guys. So first time in Mexico. Uh, who who applied for your passport? Was it you? Uh, well, we drove. We flew to San Diego and we drove, so we didn't even. I didn't need a passport. You don't need really. A, uh, when you fly in, you need a passport. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if you drive in, you need just your license, yeah. bro. I've walked. License I've walked. And, uh, yeah. Bro, that is yeah. insane. I don't. I, I never. I've always flew into Mexico. I'm gonna be honest. I don't even know if I had my birth certificate. I just walked through. Like if you if you drive driving is maybe different, but like we would park in San Diego and just walk through. And then once you get to the other side, you just taxi everywhere. Taxi, yeah. Wow. It'd be $2, $3 taxis. You just taxi everywhere. Wow. Okay. Stay, yeah, stay that there. So, Dad, are, are, are you trying to get him another Mexico fight or October what? October 1st. Oh, you got one already? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Back, back to TJ? Eight yeah. days. Yep. See, you ain't been to TJ. We should. I know. October 1st. What day is that? That's a Saturday. Yo, is that a the same sa- car Gypsy fought on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who's yeah. Gypsy? White Gypsy. Yeah. The one that's always at top right? Yeah. yeah. The one that's been sparring death. Yep. Yeah. Let me see. That is a... Ain't nobody fighting next a weekend, Saturday. Huh? Yeah, Saturday. Ain't no big fight next weekend. I've never been to TJ. Yeah. I'm about to see. Go the, see uh, my man Robert real what quick. What is it? The uh, Evolution? Evolution Nightclub. Club. How many, okay, yo, you, you driving? Yo, let me tell you, we're gonna we're gonna fly in and, and drive across. Wait, oh, flying to San Diego. Yeah, yeah and San then Diego you drive across. across. Yeah. Damn, so we would drive in the San Diego. Pat, well, how we been doing? We gonna fly in? I I'm mean, taking a schedule. I've never been to TJ. I'm a little. Yeah. I'm a little anytime, excited. anytime I've gone, I've either flown there and literally Balling. and literally walked across the border. Cause it's like once you once you're there, you're there. Right. You get you get there. You're, you're good. And 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 I'm Mexican. So Bro, I, there's I speak nothing. Spanish. There's nothing on the schedule. That is. See, unfortunately, so many people on October 15th. At least you guys found a good date. Look, we're free. October 1st. There's nothing. That's strange. It goes from the 24th, which is Saturday, to the 8th, which would be the Fundoro Campos yeah, fight. It, it ain't no big fights next weekend. So I wanted to ask. I guess I'll start with you because that is a very um, unique name, but it pulls from a very famous boxing name. Uh, how'd that come about? Because Merriweather sure yeah, he, he, sounds he, like Mayweather. He picked his ancestors of course he's not, Floyd, and they of they, course they, he didn't pick his. But we want to like I'm sure people like Merriweather. What the hell, Mayweather? Maybe so. And they're both boxes. I'm. I, I know. I want the story. Well, that's uh, that's what we was given. <laughs> no, of course. Yeah, that's what we was given. And and the crazy thing about it is when uh, I used to work construction, mm-hmm. right? And when her job, when her job, uh, you know, kind of kind of went down, I was like, well, hell, let's uh, go to uh, Vegas and explore our last name. It's <laughs> you know, close. Yeah. And when we got here, he had been, he had been training at the uh, Mayweather gym. Mm-hmm. He's been training at the Mayweather gym since he was 10. Yeah, that's where I always saw him until, like yeah, you said, until recently. Until he was 10. He, he trained there since he was 10. You know, and uh, when he, he, he sparred Angelo Leo, and Floyd kind of noticed him then. Mm. So Floyd was trying to get him then, but he was 15 mm-hmm. when Angelo Leo won his first belt. Mm. Wow. 
So were you in camp with him for that fight? Because I know yeah, I was okay. in camp at the first time, the first fight. I was in that camp, and the second uh, second camp, they was like, "I'm too young." They didn't want me in that one, but I mean, I don't, I have no idea why. You probably would have helped for yeah, a guy he, like Steph Fulton in that second. Exactly, fight. that's why they brought me in the first time. But I mean, the second time, he changed his mind, I guess, and uh, um, it it kind of boosted my my uh, my status and my confidence though. From that um, that first camp, because I started moving around, uh, getting guys, getting looks from me uh, for me, you know, Floyd started, you know, I started messing with Floyd and stuff. So, but you know, we we move on. Have you ever, since you lived out here, you have to have sparred Carmel, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm. How's that been? I've been sparring him since I was about. 10 since i moved so out so it's here. nothing for yeah. you y'all too comfortable yeah, with each been, other yeah we've been moving we've been moving since we was little like four four days out the week every oh, week wow, just wow. About, yeah so i mean it's just, it's the same it's it's my guy so you you, you i'm not i'm gonna <laughs> let it go i'm gonna let it go i'm gonna let it go i'm gonna let it go uh, from San Antonio, James Valdez says, if Earl's able to become undisputed at 147 and wants to challenge stablemate Jamel Charlo for undisputed at 154, how does Derek James handle that situation? I guess that would be for you more or first as a trainer, right? Well, he's, uh, he's, he's more into boxing. Well, I'm into it, you know, but I don't, <laughs> I don't really, I don't really get into the, uh, like, you know, stablemates. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, stablemate is Jamel. I, 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 yeah, but I, I like. Uh, I, I'm an Earl fan. Mm -hmm. I'm an Earl. I, I like Earl. You know, and, I, and his uh, his grit. I like his grit. So, I really don't have an opinion on it. For sure, I'm curious. Yo, your man's that that's your man's, but it's like shit. You got the belt. I got the belt. But you my man's though. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Bro, let's make some money make together, some money, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, man, I talk about that to uh, to my guy all the time. It's Troy Nash. It's my guy. I talk to him about that all the time. If we if we got the belts, let's make some money together. Why not? For sure. And, you know, uh, secure our future together. You know, instead of moving around, getting money to other people that we don't really care about. You know, don't rock with. Exactly. It's that's kind of it's kind of like how promotional companies move. You know, top rank moves with top rank. PPC moves to uh, PPC. So. Correct. Man, you're mature, man. How long have you been watching the sport? Um, I start. I just started watching it when I was when I started boxing, okay. honestly. Um, but you started at seven, though. Yeah, but I wasn't heavy into it. I was really into football. That was, like, my top my top thing. Mm. And then uh, I started watching Floyd, you know, watching since when he fought um, uh, Cotto. When he fought Cotto, I remember that fight vividly. I, uh, Canelo, all those fights, those younger fights. My first fight was actually when he fought um, um, Robert Guerrero. Mm. It was the same day. So uh, I fought, I got my win, and then at night he he got his win. So it was uh, it was great to, mm. to, to, you know, witness stuff like that. For sure. That's pretty dope. Yeah, it That's is. That's dope. Wow, man. Um, so for you, now that you've been moving around or i guess for the both of y'all now that you've been moving around the city what changes have you seen to your game because you get in different looks you're able to share the ring now with different people i'm sure you've been able to add a few things to the toolbox right yeah um i mean i was training over at salas so i've seen a lot of you know cubans 
and how they box and you know they're they got that uh that olympic style to them and some of them got that power to them mm -hmm. so that helped me with uh wait so you around. spar robisi ramirez no nah, i didn't oh. get to they they he's wanted there me. now they wanted me he's to. out here they wanted me to they didn't i didn't spar him though mm. but uh no i'm well, now we had top ring we getting a Who lot else more over there is your weight uh that's that's all i know for yeah. real Solid's got some big boys. No, I was gonna say it gotta be some other guys for sure, because Albert Bell was going to spar the and he had 30, so Yeah, but he's sparring Robisi. Who else he gonna spar? That's what I'm saying. I Outside mean, of Robisi. Who's the guy? No, nah, I got because Robisi ain't been out here. He been out here. For how long? At least two weeks, maybe. Yeah, I mean Albert fought three weeks ago and he was out um, here sparring a month, two months ago, so I don't know, man. Somebody's there. Hector and them went to Bobby Santos. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He did have that uh, the two new. That's crazy. Yeah. Yo, how you think he feel? Like, damn. I don't even know how long he worked with them, but damn, they leave me. Right before they become right, champions. Literally the camp that they in to become champions. Both both his fighters left them. They were I was over uh over at Salas when they was training at Salas. So I didn't even when I left Salas, that's when I I kinda seen that uh they were they left. It was with Santos, but uh, I mean that's that is crazy. Like the why'd you leave Salas? Um, you know I just work with my dad a little bit more. We we wanted to go over there and get some uh, get some experience for real. We got um, I just didn't think it was my my style, honestly. Was it the cultural difference? Nah, I mean they embraced me. They embraced me, but I mean. So nobody not knowing English didn't bother you. Nah, I mean I I'm learning Spanish myself. I've been I lived in Arizona, so I had to learn a little bit of Spanish. No, no, no. Look, bust a freestyle. Nah, Let me hear something. No, no, no. Look, look, and I know mom is here, but yo, I swear to God, bro, you got to learn how to how to curse at these motherfuckers in Spanish. Cause think what about is it, right? Wrong with this no, guy? no, no, no. I'm serious. I'm <laughs> serious. I mean, because, that's the only no, words I know. I'm serious because when you in the ring, yo, we in the gym. Y'all know how to. You you gonna talk shit to somebody yeah. now? So look, we just think Shakur and Robson, and neither one of them like each other, and they can't even talk shit to each other. Yes, he did. Shakur clearly said it. You can read his list. He said, "I'm gonna whoop your ass." Yes, did Robson, who speaks Portuguese, understand? No, but you know who did understand? Conor McGregor learned how to tell the dude. What dude? Uh, 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 Aldo, when he fought on the Brazilian, he learned literally Portuguese. Learned how to say something about his mother in Portuguese just to get under his skin. It's important, yo. Hey, Kobe, Kobe did it. You, Kobe whole, did do it. You Kobe right. did it. You right. No, Kobe did Your it. Your mom's gonna be so Kobe disappointed that you. I think. I think it was with Manu Ginobili. Yes, Kobe, yeah, Kobe did, did it. it. Yeah. Danny's advice for today: learns how to curse in multiple languages. See, see, no, and no. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. You're not. You ain't at the gym. So if you was at the gym, you'd okay. know his mom's the one that she's the main one talking <laughs> shit uh, on the side of the ring. She the main <laughs> one. Yeah. It ain't pops. <laughs> it, 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 it ain't little champ. No, nah, it's she in there And she in there trying to find sparring. She was fussing at someone at top rank oh, when wow. I was there talking about, hey, we yeah. got a fight coming up. We need some sparring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, in. so. She holding the camera if pops oh, ain't there. I, I oh, know yeah. who to spar. What's my man name? The kid I like that he trains with. Mark Smiths. Mark Smiths, I think it is. Bo, you know you visit they gym a lot. Um, I don't know. I know. I was thinking of. Uh, I know Claudio Ezekiel, Marrero. Is it Ezekiel Barrera? Yeah, look him he up. too big though. No, he not. Yeah, he that is. is the weight class. Watch Ezekiel too big. 
Uh, I don't even know right. who you're talking about. What's Bro, that? we've had him in the studio. Is he the one that said uh, somebody didn't like how he was closing? Yeah, I think he talked about Tank. Remember on his interview? I wouldn't Tank. That's Yo, out of DLX? Uh, uh, no. Ezekiel oh, Barrero. Yeah. He cocky, but he little. We just talked to Frank he's about short, him. Yes. But he not little. He not. He still got some weight on him. Yeah. Yeah, I he mean. got weight on him. He cocky, but he, he be little. He's sparring Keith and all them. There you go. Keith Hunter. Yeah, uh, he's sparring Keith. There you go. Yeah, because he a dog. All right, I'm going to Google to find right. out. I found it. Yeah, so, I just yeah. got to find his bike right. Make sure I get the right weight. I just want to see a picture. I don't know who you talking. You know about. exactly who it is. Yeah, you know him. We interviewed him. Told at you, Paul's. man. Play with me. One thirty. One thirty. He just cocky in a motherfucker. He, he that work for real. He that work. Who I seen him spar? Can you show a picture? So yes. Yes. Know, I'm does, sorry. Does I'm he sorry. Have a face. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know I just found out white gypsy ain't really white. Nah. He albino. I didn't know that. <laughs> Oh man! Yo, I no, I'm not being funny. I didn't know that. But what he from mean? another country? Yeah, he bro. from another yeah, country. He's bro. Not, you don't hear that accent. Yet. But he's half black, bro. I don't know. His about mother, that. his mother or his father. He does, he, does, he, he his, showed me one of his before. parents. Yeah, I know he, he showed got us. Swag, bro, no, he, he definitely got swag. Bro, he literally just showed me a picture, bro. He literally just showed me a picture. So he mixed. Yes. Absolutely. So this is the picture. Oh wait, it ain't come up yet. But this is the picture. Oh, I haven't even been screen sharing it. But you, what white you fight at, Robert? One thirty. Thirty. I'm going down to twenty six though. Okay, okay uh, so I honestly yeah. thought you was at twenty two. So know. you know who else you need to spar? Sean Brewer. Yeah, I spar him all the time. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you laugh. Oh, damn. damn. Pops no, laughing. No, no, no. Pops laughing. Oh, hold on. Yo, I want to know. Hold on, Dad. I want to know. Bones ain't laughing. I want to laugh. I want to laugh. Bones, hey, Bones, you hear this, Bones? Oh, they, they, they good work. He's been sparring Sean since he was uh, 15. Yeah. Mm. I was training yeah. over at Bones. Yeah. Yeah, so he's I was. Been, okay, been, so yeah. you guys are following the Devin Haney route. You taking him to every gym him, to learn I'll, a little bit I'll from everybody. take him, you know. Okay. We ain't afraid to move around. Okay. Definitely. Yeah, I've seen that. I like, you know. I like that. I like that. Yeah. We've been, we've been, uh, when he was, uh, how were you? We was, we were uh, flown down to Texas. Yeah. To, to spar, just to spar mm. when he was young. They paid for our uh, hotel. Uh, he went down there and it was crazy. Who, who flew him out? Uh, guy from Texas. All right. It was uh, the RGBA little gym. Okay. Oh, in San Antonio. Okay. Oh, so yeah, what you, what you spar, Franco? He's nah, I was I was like 10, 11, so I was sparring all the all the kids over there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he I mean they was lined up ready to spar. So that's Ezekiel right there. They want to say Ezekiel Barreto. Oh, he he trained with um uh what's that coach name? He's Spanish with a low face. I, I think I sparred him before. Yeah. Yeah, the, Call um, me when y'all spar him. The first that day, dude. the first day I came over to Top Rank, I sparred him. The um dang Who's he working? Oh, with? I'm sorry, Gear mom. Martinez? It's down. I took it down already. It's going. If you want to see, it's going to be a minute. Gil Martinez. Uh, show it huh? to her, bro. Gil, Gil Martinez. Gil Martinez. Gil Martinez. Is that the trainer? I th- I'm pretty sure. About? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. He got the low fade. And don't he got Jadira about uh man Bustos too? I don't know. Master Mitter. Yes, that's yeah, who I think it yeah, is. That's Gil Martinez. Yes, I sparred, okay, I sparred okay, Ezekiel. Okay, yeah. How was that? He it's a good, little bull. Yeah. He a little bull. He's, he's Southpaw, right? I believe so. Yeah, he um he had some good footwork. I like I like that work. Yeah, yep. 
is he does he hit hard because he looks so kind like he's got round shoulders and bicep like does he hit hard i don't i can't even tell you because you don't get hit nah <laughs> it's not my thing i don't <laughs> I love it. Ezekiel was on the show talking about how he be losing people in the ring, like how he make them lose him. You know what I'm saying? He be moving around so well. He said, I can't remember who it was specifically didn't like that, how he they couldn't touch him because he was mo- losing them. It wasn't Robert Merriweather. No, nah, it definitely <laughs> wasn't Robert. It was either, it was like Roley or somebody like that. It was, you, so, so, Champ, so, so, so what happened I'm, with Sean? You dropped Sean and sparring, you said? Nah. <laughs> no, no. not working since he was 15. I thought you showed me. I thought under the table, I see. Nah, 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 he was, <laughs> no, he was going like this. He was saying he was a little guy. That's nah, that, uh, He was pointing <laughs> to the ground like that, like he's small. That's I don't know why he was saying that. Sean was supposed to be on that card. Yeah, he oh, was. Oh, yeah, he, he was. was. Yeah. And obviously, that does not make sense for y'all to fight each other. Nah, nah. Now, yeah, nah. Sean's a, you know, he's, he's been been around him since he was little. They, Sean's, what, 20, 20 what? He like 24, 23. Damn. Yeah, so, so they look at him as like a, a I don't want to say a little brother because he, he takes offense to that. <laughs> they look at him like, you know, he's the youngin'. I'm about I'm, to find I, out I right gotta, now. I gotta ask just because of of some of the similarities, uh, which I like. But the Devin Haney comparison of obviously going to different gyms and working with these different trainers. We talk to 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 BH and he's like, yeah, you know, Champ learned this from this trainer and that from that trainer. And when you know when you see him, when you hear him explain it to you. It's like, oh, yeah, I've seen Dev do that. Oh, okay, okay. So is that kind of – and I'm not saying that y'all trying to do what they're doing. I'm saying – but in the sense of going to learn from different coaches, is that kind of what you're looking to do is to be able to to get – you know, be able to but learn. But is he doing that? Are you taking them – like when he was at Bones, was Bones training him or he was just working there still under you? Bones was training him. Okay, so you are doing yeah. that. Okay, yeah. that's what yeah. Devin – Yeah, Bones was yeah. training him. Father did. Like yeah. take him to Mayweather. May Robert uh Roger uh, excuse me, May, Floyd Mayweather senior transition. Then he would take him to Andre, uh, uh to Virgil. Me, Virgil Hunter. Yeah. And then he would train him. So, you know, it's different than just going to get work at them gyms and actually having that teacher teach. Because you can see the little things. I you know, I know what he's talking about. Once BH told us, you see like, okay, he got that from Mayweather. He got that from Virgil. It's little things that Devin does that you can see the trainer he worked with. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just curious because, you know, now that you're moving around, I was curious, is that kind of something that you're looking to do? Just k- keep adding tools to that toolbox. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I I have, I have the talent. I just got to, you know, incorporate skills I'm getting from different coaches. And, and my dad, that he, he's always looking to, to uh, make me greater. You know, he's watching all types of videos and he's 24-7, you know, trying to trying to uh, bring greatness out of me. So, uh, you know, moving around is, is great. So I, I love it. Do you guys sure. ever switch it off? Because, I mean, you're, you're, you're in his corner, but you're yeah. also his father. So we've seen many, many father, son and, uh, you know, fighter, trainer combinations throughout the years. I'm curious, what's it like for, for you all? Do you guys turn it off, or is it a, a never-ending thing? Well, honestly, it was rough. It was rough at one point. It, it was, uh, you know, it was, it was rough at one point. We, the older he got, 
the more hard hard headed he got. Mm-hmm. So I had I had to learn how to how to turn it off because I'm a constant constant. I'm I'm on you. I'm 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 gonna ride you. I'm gonna ride you because I want perfection. So it once I learned how to differentiate the two, then you know it's been a lot better for us. Coach, I gotta ask. I heard you talking yesterday. Uh, Bro, what, what you doing with your what, voice? Right what now? happened? Like, what's up? Yeah, I'm just you know what happened to the Steelers last night. I'm oh, just, okay. I, I gotta ask. I'll accept that. I gotta I'll, ask I'll what that. what happened because I was watching. No, 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 no. I'm a too. I felt like something was crazy was going. I'm still hardcore. No, no, no. And I'm a Bears fan. It ain't like I'm saying you. I'm saying it was just you know I heard you talking real greasy to somebody like yeah yeah tonight. And I'm still and I'm like you know and I'm sitting there and I'm sitting there. I'm like I'm like you talking you know you talk. I'm like okay. And then I said I'm gonna be honest. I wasn't gonna tune in. I'm fuck Amazon Prime. Like what? You're making it real difficult for me to watch this game. But I'm like you was you you. It was you that I'm like you know what? I'm gonna watch this game. We it could was be zero and sixteen, and I'm gonna still talk the same shit. As you should. I'm a Bears fan, yeah. so I ride for mine, man. My my brother, uh, R.I.P. He was a Bears fan. Okay, okay, yeah. No, I, I just heard you. I think it was a yeah. last barn day. I'm like, man, he was talking so crazy. Watch next week. And they got did in. They got did in. <laughs> no, by a team that don't even have a logo, like the they, Cleveland Browns. They, I don't know they, what that is in the middle of the field. Did not get did in. You, you know that they, they helmet. They they, they, lost. they don't even have a, a a logo like you see some people do dogs and it's like but they don't even have a mascot for real a logo they don't even have it it's just an orange helmet that y'all got beat by it's all right though I just wanted to know what happened Pops. but it's been That's orange all. for years it's I, been the same helmet for years yeah but they've been losing for years and now they on a winning track this guy man this forget guy. all that fool's ball talk. <laughs> He's I hope you know he listens to the show and he made the parlay yesterday. So for all you guys uh-uh, out you there, you say that. <laughs> oh, oh, she don't know you bet. Uh oh, my bad. Yeah. See, if he no, would be did. listening to me totally, I'd be betting two and five dollars. I don't get crazy, uh, even I, though I'm winning. I still don't get crazy. I think this week the most I bet was thirty. So not just did you not not just did you spill the beans that he bet, but then you further continue to spill the beans that he bet a lot. No, no I'm just saying more than me because I recommend people stay on that I, two to five unless we feeling as confident as this week and we bet the thirty. Yeah, that's what I did. Okay, okay. but okay. she she's she's with the boxing though. She's okay, with the boxing. Okay. So so he chose to go with uh, Maxi Hughes and like Hannah that. Rankin. I like that. And Shakur decision, right? No, what no, you? No, no, oh, Joyce. Joe Joyce decision. Yeah, Joe Joyce yeah. decision. Okay, okay. Which yeah, I yeah. seen that face off. I'm telling you, man. Parker gives me that. Reassurance. He's going twelve, bro. He's going twelve. If Joyce does it, I'm not mad that I lost that because you know he proved that he would be uh, a threat for real. AJ couldn't drop. I mean, knock out Parker. Dylan couldn't knock out Parker. Who else did he fight? He fought Andy. Couldn't knock out Parker. So it's like, mm. and Joyce is ain't thirty. Joyce thirty seven. But you Sorry. got Joyce though, right? I'm picking Joyce by yeah. decision, yeah, 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 not yeah. to stop, okay. not making to sure, stop. Making sure my but I did. Right. I'm just I, saying he do, he does have a 92 percent knockout ratio. That's he, why we about to make this money on him not stopping. But let me see if I did hedge it because I don't want you know leave you in the dark. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I need to get my bets in. Yo, the fights start mad early today. Mm, three o'clock. Wow. And the sad thing oh, is, and, three and, and, nah, the undercard. The, yeah, but the, the I ain't gonna say sad. The truth is, we gonna watch it. All from of them. We invested. I got in all money those guys. on the three o'clock fight. Ooh. Antoine Cobb, Taylor Phillips. Do you? Yeah. 
Where See, you get that from? Because he's a I'm Cobbs from fan. I'm from Chicago. And, so. and I'm a huge uh, Phillips fan. I think he's turning it around right yeah. before our eyes. Like a dude that's supposed to be a journeyman is showing y'all hard work could turn it around. We'll see in this fight, though. I ain't bet on that one. I'm, I'm too emotionally invested. It's a rematch. Yeah. 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 I'm invested in that, so I'm staying away. But my open bets, uh, let me see. Did I hedge Joyce with a knockout <laughs> anywhere? Nah, I, I pretty much stood on Joyce all decision. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't take. All right. So I got one measly parlay. It's only a, like a $2 parlay. It, it wins me $41.37. And it's Shakur knockout. Joyce knockout. Only because, you know, I see Kansiao is talking a lot of crap to Shakur. You know, Shakur is, uh, you know, He's very vindictive, so I think he's going to want to punish this kid. Yeah. But this kid is also very big. That face-off showed that he's very big. He's a gold medalist. Yeah. So it may take Shakur some rounds. So I, I, that's why I, I did hedge Shakur with, a, with you know either knockout or decision, but I'm more strongly on decision. You know, he, he's, yeah. his, his knockout percentage is literally 50%, so it could go either way. But how, how are you picking that fight tonight? Uh, I got Shakur. But? Decision on Akai. Um, I'm going to go. I don't know. I think Kansasau is going to come in. He's going he's gonna, to uh, try to rough him up. But I got Shakur. He, I can't go against Shakur. Yo, let me tell you. Uh, Pops, yo, if you ever in a title fight where you the challenger and the champion misses oh, weight. he's bringing it up. Please be better than Kansakal people and get get more get at least one percent of the damn purse. Yeah, get more than because yeah. I'm like damn. He didn't. They he only got twenty thousand. No, like, no, 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 no. So according to what I seen from boxing scene, they he Shakur paid Nevada. I mean New, New Jersey, Jersey twenty and paid him thirty. No, paid him three hundred according to what I seen. No, but he I'm went go, from. I'm gonna look again. No, listen, listen. I'm gonna look again. His purse was two fifty. He got the thirty and oh, it bumped it up. It bumped it up to fifty, uh, to, to to three hundred. That's what I read. But you can find it and yeah, uh, give us the facts. Yeah, cause I'm like, man, they need to take at and least. He only got fifty thousand from that. Man, no, I, I, I no, heard it was he 30. got thirty. He got thirty, and that's mission. That's why he's saying do better. Because remember when uh, Danny Garcia for Eric Morales at the Barclays Center? Eric Morales tested positive. Danny got fifty something thousand. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know that because he interviewed. I interviewed him, and then he said, "Yeah, you know, Morales bought my that new Camaro at the time. Danny had a white and red Camaro that he paid fifty something thou, which was the Eric Morales uh, fine." Yeah, pops. At what point do you uh, do you say like, "No, nah, this this weight's too much. We not," or is it based on the opponent? Uh, if y'all if, if if y'all got a weight, opponent come in two pounds over, y'all still taking that fight, or it depend who it is. Depend on who it is, but it, it pretty much I I let him go. Do you believe it's a point where it's like even if it's the biggest tomato can, you're not throwing your son in there? Yeah, I'm learning that. Yes, yes. So it's just well, two sentences I'm, that boxing scene said here. It said boxing scene learned that well first, if Kunsakal wouldn't have fought, he would have got his full purse still regardless. But it said they learned that Kunsakal's handlers instead negotiated a financial penalty for Shakur's three million purse. That pushed Kunsakal's compensation well over three hundred thousand. Well over, okay. And so Stevenson he got more than paid a twenty thousand fine in the New Jersey State Athletic Commission for boxing. 
Yeah. Well, so he got it. he got at least fifty or more, Danny. Right. So that's that's right on par. Over. That's right on par with Danny Garcia. Well, what's on par is the percentage, right? Because it typically it's about ten to twenty percent of your purse. So okay, he got about one to two percent of the purse. So it's it's really on the percentage, not the uh, you know, actual amount. Mm. How much is uh Shakur getting? Three, three mil. mil. Three mil. So that's Ballin. what I'm saying. If if you all right, cool. I got sixty thousand, two percent, but. Traditionally, it's about 10 to 20, depending how far over what's going on, you know, because at the end of the day. Yeah, but you know how it works, man. Let's just be real. If you try to stand on your two too hard, right, you could do one thing like he would have got the purse, not fought. But you think Top Rank going to give him a return fight? They would have shelved his ass. If, if he is the reason that that fight doesn't go on, that they lose all their money. He's shelf, bro. Yeah, so but you saying it, you saying one or two percent, Danny? Is ten percent of two hundred and fifty thousand is twenty five thousand? No, it's 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 Shakur's purse. Okay, three so million. She, what, okay, I so got one percent is thirty. So you talking about out of the other fighters' purse? No, it's I, always out it's, of the. It's opponents. always out. It's always out of the person who misses the weight. Yeah, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying. He's but, the one that get penalized. You know, so it's always out of the person that misses the weight. Um, I'm just saying, definitely be careful when it comes to those things, man. I've seen, I've seen. Cards here, where I'm like, damn, this fighter missed weight by six pounds. You a you you a a small guy, and you still taking that fight? No, nah, we're not doing that. Okay. <laughs> six pounds. It, it sounded like he didn't even try. Man, six pounds. It's crazy. That's like the UFC guy the, yeah. the, the, that just missed weight by seven pounds. Yeah, he didn't. What's even Frank? Try. What, what does Frank mm-hmm. say about you guys? Does he like it? Does he like what he sees? Yeah, yeah. Because I, mean, <laughs> I I feel like a guy your age, you know. Top rank is they know what to do with people your age and how to bring them about yeah. properly. Um, when he, when we when we with us first got over there, uh, they had told me they called him the million dollar baby. Okay, yeah, that's a good name to have. <laughs> so, um, have any have you sparred at top rank and any of the execs come in? Any Bobs or uh, a Todd DeBuff walking? Not yet. Well, he uh, he sparred. Uh, he was sparring somebody, and I think their uh, top matchmaker came in. Okay. Um, and he Bruce was, probably. Bruce, he, yeah, I think so. And Bruce he was uh, and uh, he was there to look at somebody else. And Robert caught his attention, so he pulled out his phone and got some footage of him. Really? Yeah. He started recording you. Yeah. Oh wow! He should have went out like, "Yo, bro, who are you?" <laughs> but uh, that that's actually good because look, Jalen Phillips is not signed to Top Rank, and this is like, what fourth fight on Top Rank, or maybe all of them. Um, I know he. This he's been a B side, but at least he gets opportunities. Yeah. You know, at least he's getting opportunities. So, you know, by staying in their eye, you can possibly get on the card. I mean, because um, your boy who's actually in the rematch. His fight was kind of the tryouts, right? Like he won a fight, and that's why Shakur signed him or something like that. Tell the story, please. Uh, yeah, I mean it was it was a done deal before the pro debut, but you you know uh, obviously he has a pro debut, gets the knockout win, and then gets signed. So yeah, so you never know opportunities. But if you don't have any other questions, we could definitely end it and and uh, take this picture with the family. Let me refresh here. Um. Yeah, that's all. So, uh, if you want to give out your social media, uh, follow me on Instagram. You know, King Robert I I I three eyes. Um, Where'd the King come from? That's his my mom. My really? mom did it. Yeah. No. No. My that was my mom. 
I mean, well, you said I was gonna. Bro, she, my dad wanted to name me King Robert when I was born, but okay. my mom didn't want didn't want that to happen because she thought I wasn't gonna be. Um, no, in, in it, it, she thought. No, you gotta keep it real. She thought it was king, ghetto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't think the name would, uh, somebody with a name King would get a job. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not planning on getting a job anytime soon. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but but when I was boxing, my mom brought it up again. King Robert, cause you know you we need a nickname. nickname. Yeah. yeah, so uh, I like the logo too. Yeah, bless it on everything. King Robert, can you raise it up a little bit so the people on TV can see? Man, you supposed to grab grab the chain and show show it on. I thought it was just a chain, but I see it's a shirt as well. Yeah, no, the shirt looked nice. I want one of those. But all right, so do you have any social media? No, no, not Coach Rob, stop lying. Your social media. Come on, I ain't new to this. I'm true to this, man. Stop lying to me, man. So what? Hold on, his social media. There might be a fighter out there that wants to work with you because they see how you know. Yeah, so hit up underscore Coach Rob underscore on Instagram. And um, King Robert I I I on Instagram <laughs> as well. Funny as hell. <laughs> 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 oh can't man!
what up what up welcome back ladies and gentlemen welcome back that was a fantastic interview i feel uh disappointed and ashamed that i didn't make it to that sparring man and now they spar today but today we got the is chat. the uh fight chat for uh our good friend shakur stevens who's Sin. gonna be fighting today what time are we fight uh, is this happening three I mean, uh, what's, and we're going live at three. Who's, who's the first fight on the card? Cobb and Phillips. Oh yeah, so we're going live at three. I so know. I got to set this up for. Yeah. I got it set for two, so I'll just edit and. Do. Which is sad too, because it's like after that, it's like two good fights, and then it's like, eh, you know, they should have went after. Hmm. Let me see. They just dropped it. Well, I want to see the Tucker fight. I'm staying away from it. Um, from a betting standpoint but i'm interested i watched an interview with him and he talking crazy how he's next up and people gonna see and it's just a matter of time so i'm hoping he does something we gonna be live forever nah <clears throat> i'm gonna be honest with you eight of the nine fights are good are good yeah man so i think we're gonna and we invested do... in a lot of those no men. no no i mean literally i'm i'm looking at it and i think every person Shakur like Shakur main event has been in studio on the show mm -hmm. Keyshawn Davis in studio on the show numerous times uh Andy Vences in on studio the on the show Bruce Shushu Carrington in studio on the show and he looked good at the weigh-in Bruce yes. he looked yo, good shout out to Contender Clothing yo did you see so it was Shushu Keyshawn and Tiger Johnson they did an Instagram live last night Yo, Keyshawn was like, see, it's them fucking mushroom burgers, Shushu. That's why you was growling at the uh, weigh-in because you was hungry. You, Bro, it was the funniest fucking thing. They was just roasting each other. Mushroom like, burgers. Yeah. They's vegan because he yeah, vegan. Yeah, because he vegan and shit. Um, we haven't had Pablo Valdez or Jahat Tucker or these guys, but Shushu, uh, I mean, uh, Cashflow. Yep, Cashflow. We've had Antoine Cobb and Jalen Phillips we've had. And I got a few super chats. Jonathan Lambarena says, Shakur was stripped, vacating is planning and knowing you can't make weight, so you go up a division. You don't vacate the week of the fight. Laugh out loud. Um, I mean, I hear you. I hear you. No one expected that. I'll tell you that, man. No one expected that to happen. Bo, let's open up these phone lines. Take some callers. Y'all know the number to call in. 425-569-5241. Press one one time. Voice your opinion right here. Right here. Voice of the people hotline. Let me do this wheel spin. That's not the wheel spin I wanted. Phone lines are open. There are. There is one Adidas boxing glove. And that's the set. If you want to be in that raffle, that one was for Lambarena. You know you need to send another 10. We'll put you in those 750 tilts courtesy of Keith. One time, third man. I got the chill coder. $5 switch that says, look, Shakur was going to vacate anyway. They're thinking about the belts. He chose not to make weight. Simple. So that's someone who believes it wasn't a strip. It was a vacate. Uh, I think I think uh, if Shakur could have made 130 pounds healthy, he would have. Mm -hmm. um, truly, I do believe this was going to be his last fight at 130 pounds. Mm -hmm. I do believe he was going to move up regardless. You know, um, 
like he said, he's been professional his whole career. It just couldn't happen. So we got King Amin on the line. Go for it. Hey yo. What up? Um, yeah, pardon me, fellas. I was adjusting my headset because I wanted to make this crystal and crispy clear. It's only one black man that can fight and make 126 pounds, and that's Gary Russell Jr. Um, no, no, no adult black man is making 130 pounds, you know, especially as he matures. You add to it, the man's a new father. Anybody with kids know when your wife get pregnant and she have a baby, you add on a few pounds. I mean, he came home. He's back in Newark. He ate out the chicken shack. He had a few kill breasts, a couple of them pineapple CNC sodas. So, you know, he, he fucked up a little bit, but I don't think this was deliberate. Of course, we got to give him a fair, I guess, a, a, a fair, you know, throttling. If we kind of criticize Tank, we got to, you know, give some criticism, but... I think this is a matter of making sure he goes into the fight healthy. Like 1.6 pounds, I mean, does he look like he got any spare tire? I don't know where, where the weight was going to go. So plus, you know, again, 130 is kind of like an awkward division. If he was virtually a kid fighting at 126, and now he's growing into manhood in and out of the ring, then 130 maybe wasn't the place for him. And he was trying to pad his stats. He's trying to go from 126 to 130 to 135 three division, you know, but he fell short. But one thing, tonight, he has to be impressive. Like, he got to put the beats on Conceição. Just to say, I didn't belong in this division. You know, I know I made a mistake, but, but what I can do in the ring, make no mistake about that. I'm very excited for this fight. You know I'm going to be in the building. That's my call. King, I mean, the Vestics. I'm out. Fellas, keep up the great work. Champ, appreciate you. Real quick, looks like they sent us some audio to take at 130 after Concio? It's the all depending on the weight cut at the end of the day. Um, I done done amazing things at 130 pounds already. Um, my last two fights, to be specific, I done put on shows and I done did a lot at the weight. So um, if I struggle with this weight cut and it be hard on me, I think that I'm going up to 135 and tell them boys get ready. Um, so I think it's all up in the air. Off of how I feel this camp. Oh, who specifically at 35? I ain't, you feel me? I ain't gonna say no names. Uh, I want the top guys. I don't, I don't want to sit back and uh, cherry pick or be with fighting no fighters that's not the top level guys. So um, I'm ready to get in there and fight. I don't care who it is. I mean, I guess fortunately for you, all the belts at 135 are. You know, I on top ranked side of the street, at least as of right now, with Devin's victory over George this past June. It looks like the rematch is going on or going forward for October. Uh, and then it seems like Lomachenko is what's being planned for the springtime. It seems like Lomachenko will make his return this October, from uh, my understanding. Do you think that if you move up, you could maybe ruin some of those plans, like for Lomachenko? Because I'm not going to lie to you. It seems like Lomachenko's like Bob's long-lost son. And, you know, I'm not saying that they do him any favors because, you know, he puts his work in. But do you think that you moving up could maybe fuck some of those plans up? Because you versus Devin, to me, is a bigger and better fight than him versus Lomachenko. 
I mean, um, the fight, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, them were all great fights. But uh, I never know. I mean, Lomachenko was first in line. You never know. Uh, I probably could fight at one fight and then next be the fight after them. So uh, you just never know. And then you got to understand Devin uh, getting real big at 135. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know he planning on moving up to 140. So you just never know. It might play out where... Uh, Devin might not even get the chance to fight Lomachenko. He might go up to 40 mm. and end up fighting Tio, and it might just be me and Lomachenko. So uh, you just never know how it's going to go at the end of the day. I think they're amazing fights. Both of them amazing fighters, and um, I'm down with whatever. Like, I'm with all the smoke. Uh, I so, um, you know, the reason we played that, obviously, is uh, Core was true to his word in the sense that he told you before the weigh-in, before... You know, the camp was winding down. This is the beginning of camp, basically, where he's telling you, you know, if it's a struggle, he's moving up. So he foreseen what was happening, but he tried. You no, know? he absolutely tried. And look, uh, I think that they might have known. Like, hey, you know, Core is a big 30-pounder. Uh, when we went in July, he was talking to Cordina Fire saying, hey, if it's not in a unification, I don't want it at 130. Uh, and I'm not saying his energy has changed, but as you all saw here, uh, took into consideration that that might have been it for him at 130 pounds. And as we saw yesterday at the weigh-in and from what he has posted on his social media, his plans are to be at lightweight moving forward. And let's see what's to come of that tonight. Cannot wait for this main event of the evening. Shakur Stevenson, Robson Cancio. The gold medalist versus the silver medalist is going to be a good one. For sure. If you haven't already done so, please don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel and click that notification bell. We're about 50 subscribers or so from our next goal of 156,000. So go ahead and, uh, you know, grab your kids' iPads or smart devices if you have to just to help us get to our next goal um it looks like we got a another five dollars super chat and the chill coder you did land on the nevada boxing hall of fame shirt so we did put you your name in the raffle for that we got a five dollar super chat from larry smooth larry what up he says obviously he was stripped it's not like he just chose not to make way he couldn't do it the belts was gonna be took if he vacated or not so a five dollar raffle so hold on he said he said the belts was gonna be took took from him whether you know he made it or not i don't know i don't know what he said but that's what he's just saying stupid shit so that's money made, champ. That means you get to do whatever the hell you want. You can pick whatever raffle you want to be in because money made got the money to do that. We got another $5 super chat from Jay. Or J yeah, I don't know. He says, love these type of educational interviews. Good stuff, TBB. Jurors, stand up. Tonight, Q, how much weight the average boxer should aim to lose during camp? Oh, I guess he meant Q means question, but James is not here, my friend. James been out. Shout out to James for coming through. Adidas boxing gloves, which are a complete set of lace-up 750 tilts, courtesy of Keith One Time Thurman to give out to one of our lucky 
audience members. Bo. Yes, sir. Where can they find you? Bo Mason underscore TBV on Instagram. Danny. Ringwalk Danny, Instagram and Twitter. We are the Boxing Voice on all social media platforms. We will be live today, 12 p.m. noon Pacific from the Blue Wire Studio located. I like that. Inside uh, the uh, Wynn Hotel and Casino, motherfucker, don't leave me hanging right here. Oh, shit, my bad. Um, And then we'll be back right here, 3 p.m. Pacific, for the top-ranked ESPN card. We'll be calling eight of the nine fights live. Mm. We got uh, C-Dub on the line. C-Dub. Yo, yo, yo. Shout out TBV. Audio good? What? Yo, yo. What up? Shout out to the panel. Shout out to the team. Smash that like button. It's free. Do something with yourself. Yo, man. Uh, your secure, man, is uh, kind of crazy, man. Had the back call on five. I just wanted to know. I don't know if I... I mean, I didn't get... I didn't hear y'all perspective on it. I wanted to get, hear y'all take on it. But, um... Quick thing, when you go to 135, you know, Tank going to test that chin. So, but we know they're on the other side of the I mean, street. I mean, you let's be real. Let's be real. Tank posted yesterday that That's he moving good. up to 140. So, you know. He did? That's he him. deleted I missed, it. I missed that. I he missed deleted that. it. He deleted it. But we, 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 got, we got screenshots of people talking to him like, yo, so you really going to 140? Yo, so you going to 140 to fight Tank? But he deleted it because, you know, he the delete king. Wow. Okay. So it, things move every day. Things change every day. So, like like Shakira said, um, we don't know what's going to happen. Devin might be moving. Everybody's saying that they're moving up, but then they don't move up, or then they miss weight that day they fight, and then they move up instead of doing it the professional. Before I say that, what do you think? Do you think Shakira is professional and undisciplined of missing weight this, this time? Nah, I just think that it's time, man. It was just time. Like, it happens to some people where, you know, they just can't make it no more. They've been at that weight all their life, and they got to move up. You know, I know that people would have wanted him to vacate before and do a planned, I can't make weight, but, you know, we're going to sound biased because we went to the camp before it started. We was there at pre-camp, so that's how serious he took it. It's documented that he had a pre-camp. So it's just hard to make weight for a, a man that is getting older and has been fighting at that weight all his life. Right, right. And then you wonder how close or how much science got to do with just that one day, that extra day that he could have had. Because usually the fight is on a Saturday. So, yeah, uh, usually maybe, the fight is know, on a Saturday. So uh, we don't know, man. But, um, hey, next, next fight, 135, let's get it. We're going to see if he, we know he's not going to fight Devin, but we'll see about Loma. Hey, Loma Sh- Shakur, it'd be a great fight. Shout out TBV, smash that like button. Shout, Shout out, champ. champ. We got a couple member chats. Member, member, member chat. It's one that's like 20 months at the top. Of Damn. The Brandon ain't sent it to me. Damn. I got a hold of Ezekiel. He like, yo, they really want that work? Nah, he didn't say that. He said, yo, I got a fight coming up, but if they want, we can set something up. I said, I got you. Shout out to Robert Merriweather's dad, though. Robert Merriweather. Why? Following the parlay. That was pretty dope. 
Um, did you find that member chat? No, I had just seen him go by, but I, it hasn't oh, been long. it is twenty months. Fred the Boss, Champ Lavos. He say violin soundbite for all the upset people in the chat, especially Jonathan Lombardena's crying ass. Mm. Word. And I and I added that at the end. That was Bouse. me. It's another one. I did that. Bows. We done? We done. Christopher we Jermaine, member for 20 months, says he said best camp ever. He knew he blew the weight. Thinking emoji. I mean, I would say best camp ever if I come in a couple weeks for pre-camp too. Word. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you don't know till you hit the scale. Like all you dudes out here acting like you know Yo, this, is, this it, is exactly it, why boredom and then, was. And then, but hold on, no. And then here's another thing too. Regardless of what y'all say, he has some of the best in the fucking game when it comes to this shit. Mm-hmm. Like Tony Brady, Jack. They've worked with some of y'all favorite fighters, the Andre Wards of, of the world, the Eddie Slandy Laras of the world. Like, come on, man. Like he's working with true elite people. Like he's an elite fighter himself. Um, like we've seen, there's clearly been the weight concerns throughout camp. They were aware of that. And now it is what it is. Is it professional? Probably not. Do I think he did it on purpose? Nah. Shit happens. Motherfuckers move up and wait. You get what I'm saying? Like, have we not seen Canelo had to shave his beard and drop his draws to make 154 against Liam Smith? In Cowboy Stadium, because I remember I mean, Canelo uh, having to shave his beard. And 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 Porter had to cut his, his Cut the his. end of the braids. Like shit happens, y'all. But we up. But because you people think that things don't happen, you know, that's the reason we created Border Wars. But the Team Combat League has taken what we done and multiplied that and put it, you know. And made it the best. I mean, these guys have tryouts in Los Angeles, in Houston, New York, right here in Vegas, in Tijuana, San Diego area. And this is a one-round fight, but you do get to fight two rounds. There's going to be halftime. They've made boxing into a league. Team sport. And team sport. I love it, bro. I, I do. I, I'm first, excited like, to see it what yada, it's going to be. But it looks legit. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm excited to see what it's going to be. Vegas going to win, though, because Vegas going to have the real big dogs out there versus I, I'm seeing some of the tryouts, and they ain't got the – it don't look like they got the talent know. like you, Vegas Houston, have. Houston and, you know, Texas breeds them, so they should they should have some good fighters. Well, Los Vegas going to have the names anyway. Los Angeles got that got that got 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 is a hub too. So it's a stop in uh, Ohio. No, but speaking of Ohio, there is a like what five six seven time female uh, national champ out there that reached out to us yesterday. A coach did. Mm. She got on the local news and all that. And uh, what's her name? Um, Rock, call back in. Uh, I forgot. I got to check. But if you're interested in joining Team Combat League. Road to the Ring, presented by TCL, with coaches like Buddy McGirt, Dewey Cooper, Freddie Roach, and others. Don't forget to go to their Instagram and click the link in the bio. Las Vegas is Las Vegas Hustle, and if you can pass the tryouts, you can be on Dewey Cooper's team and learn from a world-renowned trainer. This is a $100,000 salary divided into four months, paid bi-weekly. 
$25,000 per month divided into four weeks. You getting that bread. Right. So you should really be training, you know. That being said, we out.